Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Oh yeah. Have a little trust in your audience. <laughs> Have a little trust in your. Oh product. God, yeah, they do that on on Hell's Kitchen all the time. Oh. He's like, my decision is. Boom. Every show does it, and it's just like, look, the cliffhanger I get. That's not a cliffhanger. No. That's just stupid. It's just like you're not trusting in your audience or your material. You're saying you won't come back unless we unless we leave this cliffhanger. You know what's going to be more interesting? We find out, and then during the commercial, me and my family can discuss, oh, my God, I can't believe that guy won. Or, of course, that guy won. That's awesome. Or, she won. Awesome. Now, let's see who loses. The worst is the overly dramatic music. Like, Hell's Kitchen does this all the time. The overly dramatic music leading up to the commercial break. And then they come back, and it's always anticlimactic. It's always like, you know, so-and-so is done. It's like, well, Duh. That I mean, guy, like, fucking chopped somebody's finger off. Of course he's gone. They're you trying know. to create they're writing drama. this for the lowest common denominator. Well, they're just trying to create drama that isn't there. Yeah, yeah I know. Sure. And speaking of creating the drama that isn't there, the the horrible edited together at the end previews of next episode. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That heart is the most ridiculous flash jump cuts, quick zoom, pull out. maybe one of the lights. more brilliant things about Reno 911 was the fake... Next week on Reno 911. Oh, right. <laughs> and people are like, what happened? I thought we were going to have that car chase. And people would always be upset, apparently. They were like <laughs> people that honestly thought that was a preview of the next week's mm-hmm. episode. So Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that, all of it. It's just uh, like those. I think those shows would be entertaining if they just treated them like yeah. normal game shows. Instead, they try to make them reality. T- it, well, they, they try to create drama that isn't there. It's yeah. even worse. It's like, I mean, every now and I'll see something on Netflix from the History Channel. It's like, you know, not Nazi gold in a lake. I'm like, okay. And it's like, oh, this would be much better if it was edited by half so they weren't edited for the commercials that aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That too, like, oh, we're going to repeat this again that we just saw like 30 oh, seconds ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 where they've got yeah, yeah. to reintroduce you to what they just talked about. We can't yeah. possibly, oh, that drives me crazy. We can't possibly remember three minutes ago. My guess ago. is somebody out there really needs that. Two or three minutes ago was so long that ago. Somebody should not possibly. be allowed to watch TV because they need to be doing something else. <laughs> you got to stop Reading them. a book. Okay, yeah, Paul, the, I'm <laughs> counting on you with your ancient... I know I'm not. I know I'm the creachingly old one here, but please tell me you remember these. There's a box of maple. Not maple sugar. Open candy. the box. What's inside? Oh. Uh, the, the contents do not match the box. I don't remember Coombs Maple Farms candies. Um, these look like the precursors to mussels. No, oh, mussels. That's my my brain went too. They look like mussels. Uh, old and nobody remembers my childhood. Fuck you all. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, we all have you know individual childhoods. This is true. These are a little bit before my. Doesn't make it. You got to remember. Uh, you got to remember. Paul lived in what Ohio, Kentucky. So these were so national. Nothing happened there. Uh, <laughs> Paul, those are the freakies. Those are the freakies. This is our freakies tree. Freaky cereal. The freakies, man. Freaky cereals. Those they were the like mascots uh, for freaky cereal. They. They came in the cereal box? Yes. Oh, well, cool. I, actually, I, I think they were supposed to come in the cereal box, but I cheated and sent in a box stop and 35 cents a piece to get all those. Oh, nice. Where did you grow up? Connecticut. Connecticut. Is this all the freakies? That's all seven of them. Dude, you got that, quite the riches here. The uh, whole family tree. Worth? I haven't looked. I think Dude, prob- uh, there is a very big... Well, I shouldn't say that. There's a <laughs> specific <laughs> audience There that. is a niche minifigure collector market. And the full set of these could these are pretty good condition. I call yeah. the toy hunter. They need cleaning, <laughs> yeah. but well, I'll don't check. We all, but did you honestly. have this one up your butt? What is all this? <laughs> I I am. Ew. Well, I am you just, didn't. Who did? Yeah, I am. I am past the point where I need to keep every piece of weird crap I've had on my shelf for years. 
but not me. But I know you aren't. But <laughs> I'll never the, be there. These may be the ones that stay with me. These, okay. This is my childhood. There the freakies. You go. Well, they're cool. The freakies. Yeah. So the cereal was called freakies. Cereal was called freakies. They lived in the freakies tree. All right. The freakies tree. Circa year. Uh, this would be 72, 73 around there. Right. Is my See, guess. I was. I was still. Sperm and egg. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, yeah. no, you weren't even sperm at that. Point. I was, I was egg and 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 no, DNA you were info. You were nothing. Sadly, I, I'm, I'm going to have to look up on the internet and remember all their names. I know there's Boss Moss and Snorkeldorf. <laughs> I love it. And I think something Moo. But someone uh, <laughs> Omega Moo. Boss Moss was, of course, the boss, and Snorkeldorf was uh, clearly someone cool who was uh, a fan of uh, Raw Doll. Holy what? shit! This is the mo- most monster. That's a big rice fucking rice treat. Christmas treat. Uh, do you guys want some? It's got a layer no, I'm, I'm of chocolate on the bottom. Buy it, chocolate break off a chunk. Share it. Break off a big chunk so you can share it with Andy. Oh my goodness! It's it's covered. It's got a chocolate a base and chocolate Here, chips. Break off some, give some I'm to, I'm so full, but I'll pass the, it along. I mean, just to experiment. So, on give me the bigger. Experiment. Part. See what it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, All right. What's going in my mouth is this for the audience. There you go. There's a sound for you, folks. Enjoy that. No, and isn't that appetizing? Mm. <laughs> I'm good. Mouths are full. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I've always liked. You can't really fuck up a Rice Krispie treat. You yeah. add chocolate to it. It's gonna be all right. Yeah. 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 Right. You Here's know something I really like. Let's go. My mouth's getting real lazy. I, I have discovered there's a point where they come stale and not taste anymore, but it oh, takes yes. a while. Oh, the Rice Krispie treat. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I suppose I should introduce the show. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock. <laughs> We're a half hour. Number two thirty-three. <laughs> I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul. It is Jeff, Captain Luddite. I am Snorkeldorf. No, I'm fact-checked, Andy. <laughs> and we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Uh, yeah, I got so into it that I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't even really said hello to everybody. Hello, yeah. everybody. Hello. Oh, thanks for joining us. Hello. How sweet. Uh, before we start the show proper, start, start the show proper. What part, Tripper? We're going to start it. Snorkeldork, the show yeah. proper. Snorkeldork uh, is I blame the handsome and freaky. Distort the show. Uh, <laughs> if you of business, not so business, fun business. Uh, if you have not seen Tom Head's animation. Oh, yeah. yeah it's pretty that's fun. That's uh, He put it up on YouTube. Uh, the first Geek Shock animated. I didn't even know he was doing this until the... Uh, these advertisements started popping up. That's when I threw them on the Facebook. If you want to see it, uh, we have uh, we have embedded it into the Ugly Couch Show website. So if you go to uglycouchshow.com it's or geekshockpodcast.com. Also on, uh, it is also page. on the, uh, the uh, YouTube channel you, it's on as YouTube well as channel, the Facebook, Facebook page for the Ugly Couch Show. And, it's, of course, there is also a link on the website if you want to see some of Tom Head's other work. So I, I linked his whole channel. So uh, by it's all pretty means. Good. Yeah, I, uh, comment, I commented that I thought it was brilliant the way that he managed to take all those weird uh you know paul hijacking stuff going off the edge and and jeff trying to keep it on track and it still made it all work like it was one i don't think i have any like lines in that that first one little i do yeah you do yeah you're 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 in the back going uh the he died of herpes no that was michael's voice that was michael it's your face your face and it's a pretty good version of your face because i was like listening but like it's like i don't remember saying anything in this particular segment i mean i know i said something later on so maybe i'm in part two he's apparently he's working on a part two he definitely i mean he knows what you look like because he made that character look like you you're that you're that the sidekick yeah Organ donor, that's you, yeah. Organ donor, the sidekick, necrotic. You said, but you say, but another clue, but another clue. That's you. I still think that's still that was Michael. No, I think that's. No, I'm pretty sure that's Michael. 
Well, but yeah, Necropsy. Really I have nice to say, it. good choice because Necropsy is one of my favorite characters you ever. <laughs> now, is that Luddite? That's that's the the coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I thought yeah, that yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't. Re- it's so long ago. I was trying to remember all. Of I, that. I showed it to Duncan, and Duncan said that the Necropsy bit was actually his friend's favorite bit. His friend had listened to it, and that was the part he focused on without even having seen it long before the animation. Where is? Oh, it's a necropsy bit. That's the uh, it's a favorite bit. Good. Like, hey, wow. Okay. Cool. Good. 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 Love yeah, it. man. So, Tom, thank, thank you Tom. so yeah, much. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait to see part two. It is. It is fun. Thank you. Give it, us more. We want me, more. <laughs> it made me laugh. I giggled. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, just the way he did it. He did Fucking it very well. Cool. Very clever about it. Fucking cool. Presented it well. And, and selfishly, I'd like some fact checked Andy in there. I think <laughs> the only the, the, thing that I can think of right off the top of my head that I'd like to see after this, if you're looking for something that's to do, I mean, more necropsy is a good idea. Always, <laughs> never bad choice. The elf that eats and poops. Stop smoking. The elf that eats its poop. The elf that eats and poops. I think would be no, the, the, the dwarf. The dwarf. The yeah, dwarf that eats and poops. Yeah. Yeah. The dwarf. Paul, you need to give the. But you noticed on the the tickle with a feather. The info ticker on the newscast that it says coming up: elephants like to eat coffee. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Elephants nice. coffee. coffee. Paul, Paul, you need to give this guy some money and you know to, to have him animate the, your giant unicycle pooping diarrhea thing. Uncontrollable that, candy <laughs> diarrhea man. <laughs> the Adventures of Uncontrollable Candy Diarrhea Man and stains. No, you can't get that in a little three minute piece. I mean, that's going to take some time. Just please get a normal unicycle. <laughs> no stains, my ward. It must be the tandem please. unicycle where you ride underneath me. I bought five of them. They're in the garage. Nope. This would be so simple. Nope. If we could just. Uh, this is our I've thing. Got ten of the ones that are on top of each other in case they break. <laughs> this is our thing. That's, uh, that's How will they recognize it if we're not on this unicycle? <sighs> they might recognize the poop. <laughs> How did I get stuck <sighs> with this superhero? How indeed. <laughs> All right, second piece of business. Um, this is actually more on a personal level. Uh, this was put forward by a suggestion by J-Man, uh, who put on the website, hey, what about the idea for a Geek Shock Ugly Couch Show Minecraft server? Huh? Really? Yeah. Oh, really? And so interesting. that never occurred to me. And I don't know why, but now he has opened that floodgate to my brain. And J-Man, I say, that's a great idea. It's because you're too busy crafting to actually think about anything other than the actual, <laughs> the actual crafting. It. Like, put so, up my brain a little wider. How much I, stuff can you get done if you have an army of fans helping and helping you build out your Well, that's just it. The, the worlds are, are, can be infinitely huge right. for the most part. So you just claim your area right. and you build in your own how fun own place being what i uh what what is that what would that mean Did basically it would mean that uh we would rent a server uh off-site to house a a ugly couch show minecraft map where okay. fans of the ugly couch show and, and and minecraft of course you need both um can go play minecraft together this sounds like a job for Dr. Vlarg. Uh, actually, yeah, actually yeah. I, I looked into it. There are rental sites that are very, very uh, uh, inexpensive. Yeah, thank you. Very affordable. Well, he and has his own server. So. He, he does, but uh, this way you get the, the security and stuff you need there. Well, and, well, you don't well, have to worry yeah. about that stuff. So you're paying someone else to do it. And you and, don't have to motivate Dr. Vlarg. And it's <laughs> at a price that I like. So, okay. uh, so this is what I want from you, uh, Geek Shock community. If you are interested... All right, go to the Ugly Couch Show website underneath this episode. This is, again, episode 233. And just write down that, yeah, I'd be interested in a server, so I know how big to get it. I know it's not going to be very big. I don't expect more than, I'd say I'd be at floored if there's 20 of you. Um, but if you are interested, let me know. And if I get it uh, up and running 
at this point, I will basically what's called whitelist you. It'll be invite-only server. Only oh, you could down. come. What's going on here? What? Whitelist? Is that what freaks you out? Suddenly we're, uh, we're like dirty. every golf club. Come on. Whitelist. Yeah, I thought we moved past this. No, no. Look who's Seriously? talking. No. It was a golf club. Well, you don't want to be blacklisted. Wasp You're right. Wasp list. Wasp list. Yeah. Yeah. Golf I mean, club. we'll let the Jews in. <laughs> <laughs> and now if I set up this server, I would want it to be a modded server. In fact, I'd like to use the attack of the BT mod set. So look that up. See if that appeals to you. If I mean, if the overwhelming majority just wants to do vanilla Minecraft, so be it. But trust Why would me, they want to on the Geek Shock Attack podcast? of the B team is so crazy fun. Uh, look into the it. The Shock one would have to be like that. Yeah, this so. would maybe actually get me to purchase Minecraft. Yeah, it actually it, 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 it's, it's the closest thing to intriguing me on it too. Because in the past with the with the friends thing, I was thought of just doing my own game and just having my computer running and let people join in. Would this be can, but the PC version or Xbox? This would be PC version. Okay, yeah. Uh, my, so Xbox not Mac. Can, cannot do without the mod. Yeah, yeah. Xbox can't uh, Mac do the mod might actually work. Yeah, Mac, Mac, that could. Well, my, I don't know. So I, I Personal that computer. Uh, yeah. You yeah. have you guys the all computer. have some sort of uh, my, you know block as far as you know monetizing uh, this stuff. But uh, <laughs> this may be the perfect place for people to send you a buck or two to pay for the server. Uh, honestly, I'm really not that concerned of it. Okay. That's, re- that's how inexpensive it really is. We have okay. a donate button on the site if anybody wants um, to do that. I don't think that it, button but... works anymore. Oh, great. Don't so, use that. Don't use that button. <laughs> yeah, the, the, All the that does is give you a credit card information to some mail, guy people. in Nigeria. Send cash, um, <laughs> care of Captain Luddite, <laughs> P.O. Box, my address in Las Vegas. There you go. My address in Las Vegas. <laughs> so if you'd be interested in playing Minecraft with myself and other Geek Shock folk, uh, just put it in the comments section, episode two thirty three, and then I, I will know what to. Do. I want video of you trying to cash a check to Captain Luddy. That would be that would impress me. That would be awesome. My I, brother in high school got a subscription to Rolling Stone under the name The Plaid Avenger, and for years we got junk mail to addressed to <laughs> Dear Plaid, <laughs> Dear Mister Avenger. And I'm also looking yes. to get together equipment for Let's Plays, so I think that'd be a fun thing to kick it off. Is to uh, have a a let's play channel of the minecraft server that could be pretty fun so what is uh let's let's, let's play, play so there's p- recordings of people playing and doing commentary over it oh okay so so similar to uh what's it's but it's what um, the young people do nowadays i don't get it yeah my nephew does yeah. that he watches hours and hours and hours of people playing minecraft yep your host doesn't, does that doesn't play the game though mr uh, i don't watch minecraft but i watch a bunch of other games yeah, yeah. i watch mostly I just, street fighter 4 i can't Unless something really magnificent is going on that's going to capture my attention to watch one of those Street videos. Street Fighter Four. Hey, I just, I'm just like, I you spent, know what? I'm done. I, I spent I'd a rather couple play of weeks the game prior to the show watching guys drive trucks on a video game with you guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> and, damn and, entertaining. And you remember how bored out of my mind I was? You were the only one. I was thoroughly entertained. It was, it was surprisingly it was, entertaining, but it was more entertaining to have a group of people watching yeah. together. I only on saw it once, and nice I was background. just gobsmacked. I actually, but my, Duncan went to watch these all the time, and I had to start averting my eyes when I walked in, and he was chortling over some surgery thing where people are doing really bad surgery and organs are leaping all over oh, the room yeah. and especially and the Oculus Rift surgeries. Oh my God. That's great. So yeah, <laughs> less place, but that's enough business. You know what to do if you're interested. So opening it to the floor, gentlemen, what geeky things do this week. First, I want to put one forward. Jeff had his first cupcake ATM. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I went to the cu- cu- the spring. What was her uh, name? <laughs> Who says her? Her name was Cupcake. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 I went to the Sprinkles Cupcake ATM last week. Uh, 
um, after work. I'm fairly close to the link, which is where the Sprinkles is here in Las Vegas. <laughs> so Sprinkles decided to decided pounds. to walk over there. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a little more fun than it just seems like, where you just punch in the buttons and then you get your cupcakes. Um, it gives you a selection. Uh, that day there were only four uh, flavors available, but it it it's, it shows you what flavors you have available when you touch the screen, and then you make your purchase. You swipe your card, and then it pops up a little video window of your order being processed, where there's uh, a little robot arm that moves around behind the wall that you're that the ATM is on, and it moves into the various slots, grabs however many of which cup, cup, cupcake flavor you ordered, and then it takes it down and puts it into the receiving chute. So you can only order a maximum of four cupcakes. So I ordered one of uh, the four flavors that they had available that day. Uh, there was dark chocolate, pumpkin, red velvet, and vanilla that they had that night. And I'm like, what a flavor! Well, I, <laughs> I wanted to try them. I wanted to try them. One of my coworkers. Oh, that's four flavors. I was like, he ordered oh. one of each flavor: <laughs> one dark each chocolate, flavor. pumpkin, red velvet. I'm like, Jesus, figure it out. <laughs> Pick one. Ugh. Dark least, chocolate, three, pumpkin, four. red velvet. Can you imagine the taste? It's only red velvet zest, so it's just you know. Ugh. So yeah, you got. I got to. I punched my order in, and then I got to watch the uh, the little robotic <laughs> arm. Grab one of each flavor and put it in the chute, and and then it, it pops open, and there are your cupcakes. Dark chocolate pumpkin cupcake with vanilla icing and uh, red velvet, velvet sprinkled on top. Another red velvet cupcake. So how much did this cost you? Eighty-one dollars and seventy-three like cents. It rounded up to be ATMs around like nineteen dollars. What? So four cupcakes. Oh, four cupcakes for four okay. cupcakes. So but still it's five bucks. Still a cake. five bucks a cupcake. Yeah, it's, it's roughly lunch, like right? four fifty a cake. A gourmet cupcake is a five dollar cupcake. And for people that are in Vegas, remind us again where it is. Uh, it is. Um, it's up your in ass. The Link, which is an open air shopping center on the Strip, uh, Las Vegas Boulevard in Las Vegas. Between it is right Flamingo between and Flamingo and the Quad hotels. The, the real question is, was it worth it? Yeah, is it a five dollar? They, were, cupcake? they were good cupcakes. I don't know that they're you know like I would say that they were the best cupcakes I've ever had, but they were pretty good. Sounds like Travolta they're better than better than most I've had. Have you been over to Pink Box Donuts? I have not been to Pink Box. Pink Box I've been to Gigi's. I've been to, um, oh, what's the one in the You're, Plaza Hotel downtown? Lover, eh? I forget yeah. the name of that. I don't know. I don't know. You were such a lover. I love my sweets, dude. I love my sweets. Pink, Pink Box Donuts, they, the, the easiest one to get to for you guys is probably the one at Town Square. There's a place I went to called I, I walked by it, I, but I walked by it when I saw too. the selection wasn't huge. Yeah. Hey, I'll admit, there have been times what, at, at the Sprinkles? There have been times at the movie theater that I've purchase the Willy Wonka candy just because you watch it go down to shooting into the bag. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, the fun vending machine, like you're saying, watching it grab is, is yeah. kind of fun. I well, because I that want it something did it. sweet at the movie anyway, so I'm like, oh, I'll get the Willy Wonka and I can play the game of watching those candy fall in the bag. Yeah, right. Woo, piece of candy. Piece of candy. Oh, the game of Ooh, gravity. The gravity's Ooh, awesome. So I, I did see the movie that, that everybody is talking about this weekend. I everyone saw the movie. Loves it. Everyone loves it. Uh, <laughs> Noah. It was great. Uh, did boy. you? <laughs> what yes. did you think of it? Uh, did you it, see it, Noah? It, it, yeah, I did yeah. see Noah last night uh, in full. Uh, I'm really glad I saw it. Yeah. Is it in Godovision? I'm not going to tell you it's great. I'm not even going to tell you it's good. I'm going to tell you that it's very interesting. And <laughs> Was it laugh a minute? Not that laugh a minute. It was it's su- ironic, though. Surprisingly risk taking, given its uh, subject matter. I, I, I I've heard that it's the Christians aren't too happy about no. it. No, 
Definitely not. It's a lot. Uh, I had to do some research on it because I don't remember the rock monsters in Genesis. Hold on. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yes, sir. What? Apparently, some of this is taken from the apocryphal book of Enoch, which talks about the fallen angels ah. that happen around this nebulous time between Adam and Eve and the time of Noah. So people are upset because other fiction is being incorporated yes. into their fiction. Exactly. Well, and they're also gotcha. upset with the interpretation of the fiction. Like, sure. Uh, Who's uh, not? You know, things like, you know, God was supposed to close the doors. Well, no, God said, let me, because the doors were too heavy for a man to close. Right. But really, God just said, in the Bible says, I'll take care of it. I'll close the doors. It's not like he's like, you can't handle it. It's too heavy for a man. He's just like, I'd rather close the doors on mankind but in the movie, I guess God doesn't necessarily close the doors on that. God doesn't do it. Yeah, so. who closes the doors? I would they say that the Noah, yeah, yeah, no, no gets shit done. I would say that the apocrypha is where all the cool stuff is in the Bible. Really, there's a lot of weird crap in that Bible. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But oh no, there's some crazy one, stories. Yeah. One interesting tactic that they did in the movie is that God doesn't talk to Noah. He gives him really cryptic Noah. dreams. Yeah. And Noah has to kind of interpret this, which as is to what another it means. complaint from the the, the highly faithful. Right. And it, and it adds a really interesting part because the first half of it, Noah is very much the the hero of it, and then he becomes a really dark character after that. And th- that is really interesting because it doesn't really say whether God's talking to him or Noah's just a crazy dude. Well, you know, but think about that. That's, you, that it, seems pretty realistic to me, If you're me, just though. getting visions. Sounds like well, then there's, story. Then there's big rock monsters. So. Yeah, rock monsters. But I mean, if you're well, just, just getting that element of the film. If you're just getting <laughs> visions in your mind of what to do, and, you're, and you feel like, oh, these must be from a higher power. These must be God. And you're Mark Chapman. And everyone else is like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're going to go dark. You're, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough time. And you drown your babies. Yeah. And there, there's a few, of course, like any big blockbuster high price movie it has some characters that do some really stupid decisions yeah but i enjoyed this movie thought more than i did thought oh, i would yeah, the important nice. part i want to know is a movie grower movie goer or you grow movies case. well actually well, grower's right tits, got a film no. farm do you <laughs> tits or no uh no no well see i'm not a grower then no. <laughs> just a shower <laughs> coming to the movie hard already <laughs> i'm here to see noah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I love me some large wooden structures. Oh, arts get me so fucking hard. <laughs> that is a cubit, baby. That is a cubit. Oh yeah. And you do get to see uh, quite a few animals go extinct. But oh, they show like they show like fucking. Is the uh, unicorn in there? They don't, they don't show that, but they do show some animals that like. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. But do they show green alligators uh, along like, oh, the wait, wait, Oh, we didn't make it through the. Did they show the humpy gap camp humpy? Yeah. God, humpy <laughs> back camels, and I had a little drunk. Uh, I had a little drunk. They got <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> they have. Uh, they show uh, what, what? They show chocodiles. <laughs> were, were the velociraptors or the clamoring in on the boat? <laughs> were there dinosaurs in it? There were. There were no dinosaurs, but there was this scaly mammaly thing. Don't I, I only mentioned that because now one really. Did they show sleigh stacks? There was a sleigh stacks in there. I only mentioned that because there's like video I've seen of the, can't move fast enough. of the Bible Museum where they show dinosaurs mm-hmm. in in the time. Yeah, of, they don't yeah. they don't do that Man, at all. I thought uh, maybe that got its way into the movie. One cool thing though, uh, Noah sits family down for story time. All right, and starts to recount the world being created in seven days. All right, the the whole in the beginning there was light. Basically, the first you know, 
Genesis. First chapter of Genesis. In case you haven't read the book. the uh, video of this is all evolution. It, it's showing the, the huh. formation of the planets to the small uh, bacterium growing up into the fish, the fish growing, growing going to the gills to the feet, right. climbing How out. How it all works. And basically showing the whole evolution while the whole story is going. It's a, it looks like something right out of Cosmos. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's some really cool subversive things going on Good. in this movie. And what part does Phil Collins play? Uh, he plays no goddamn part. What are you doing over there? <laughs> Genesis. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, trigger words. He was the drummer. And it's going to be a trigger word night with Andy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Haven't you seen Phil Collins? He's that middle space between Mudskipper and Ape. <laughs> That's a big skip. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's more than one guy there. Nope. He was the he's the missing link between Mudskipper and Monkey. A couple guys. Just Phil Collins. Just him. So that yeah, that's my nose. No jacket required. No prehensile tail needed. Phil Collins. I uh, I actually did go see the Captain America movie. So and it was a blast. Yeah, I'm hearing great great things. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I had a blast. I'm hopefully gonna get to see it tomorrow. I mean, hopefully Jeff and I are going to see it tomorrow. Did uh. I, I enjoyed the first one, and I think this one is just as good, if not a little better. I, I would say it's a little better, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw it, but I not only saw it, but I finally saw something in the Galaxy Theater. And you're right. I can't go back to real right? theaters. I know. Though. I know. Man. Uh, that's the one I go to. In hope, it, that in theater my, literally puts you on your back. I, I took says, the kids, and I was you exaggerating about how good it was, and I underplayed it. Yeah. I, uh, were they excited? And then were, were you like building up their expectations too? And then they, well, they knew I was joking. Then we got there and we're like, oh. And then they and then they, they go, really oh, this are is really recliners. Awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, you, they thought you were joking. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> well, That's awesome. I, mean, I did say there were Asian masseuses that came out and they never showed up. But you know, I keep getting <laughs> people trying to talk me into going to the regal theaters for this because I guess there's this deal where you get a a really cool T-shirt. Uh, for Captain free America. with the purchase of like a bucket of popcorn and soda thing. Basically, so you buy this like $20 combo and you get this free t-shirt. And I actually have seen the shirt and it does look pretty cool, but I'm like, I kind of want to see it at Galaxy. Yeah. Like, is so it to awesome. the movie or is it like, hey, it's a yeah. regal t-shirt? No, no, it's a, it's a Captain America shirt. Oh, okay. And uh, This is it, worth seeing twice. Go see it's it got twice. like, it's essentially, it's got the, uh, the shield from the poster where it's kind of like okay. the, the paint is missing, but it's a really nicely printed shirt. Whereas some of the those shirts in the past have been kind of like, I paid twenty dollars for this. Well, I guess I did get a free popcorn did out of the deal. I pay for my popcorn. This, I would say this ranks this. up there with the Avengers. I would oh, yeah. say it ranks up there. No, it's, it's not the first I've heard that. No, it's praise. that entertaining. I, I agree. It's that high energy. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of Shield, which I didn't. I mean, it makes sense. Like I didn't. I don't know the story that well. You Nick know, Fury but, and yeah, his Howling Commandos. It's a lot of shields. There's stuff we can't. Are the talk Howling about, Commandos in there? Is Dum Dum Dugan in there yet? Uh, again, he was in there they, for the they beginning. They show them. Uh, they show them in. Uh, they they go to the Smithsonian and they see the pictures of them. Okay, but um, yeah, wasn't, I mean, wasn't, a lot wasn't of stuff Redford <laughs> supposed to be Dum Dum Dugan? What's that? Wasn't Robert Redford supposed to be Dum Dum Dugan at some point? No, he's uh, he's a different character. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, I, I mean, they, gonna be they do stuff that's really amazing. They really they really took a place I didn't expect them to take it. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys about yeah, no the, the minutiae of it. But yeah, uh, well, the yeah. only it's a blast. I had a really good I time. Can't wait, I, I will say there are two after credit scenes. So you know, be warned. There's two after credit scenes. I, I, there's some site for that, right? Oh, uh, there. Yeah, there is. I can't remember what it's called. I mean, one of them is the first after credit scene is like. Well, by the way, here, here, yeah, uh, here it is. 
What you have the floor. What happened, happened to op- Thor? What happened to opening credits? Oh, have we just stopped doing opening credits to movies? <laughs> yeah. I kind of miss them. Cold open. I know, but it it loses like it used to be like, oh cool, cold open. Now it's a standard. Right. Yeah. Like what happened yeah, to It'll come back. Shit uh, just shit dries, just goes and it kinda drives me nuts because now well, you get opening credits at the end of the movie. We and had then at the end of the movie, I don't give a shit. I don't want to watch the opening credits at the end of the movie. But that's where we're at with phase two, maybe, you know, maybe that's just kind of what it is. But you remember we had for a long time with Fincher and his crew and a bunch of other people making those the credits were were becoming far more interesting than the movie. <laughs> well, seven <laughs> Has great opening credits, but the right. movie's really good. The movie's too. really good. Yeah, but, you know, but I think he. I well, think, and in the eighties, we went through the animated opening credits, right? You know, and we had. Um, I think he, he he lost a little bit with Safe House. Is those intro the intro for the intro for Safe House? Those Safe title House. credits are amazing. I'm trying to think of Safe seen Room. That. Sorry, Safe Room. Okay, oh, remember that with, uh, Jody. the block letters coming out into three D space? Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. now being it turned into a movie itself with that pixels fucking piece. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I kind of miss opening credits. That's all I'm saying. It's 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 a nice way to get into the movie. It's a nice. I'll take a cold open and then opening credits. I'll take, but we don't even get that anymore. And yeah, then at the end of the movie, I don't need four minutes of opening credits and then the credits. <laughs> that's so you true. Know, I think that's so. That's what's happening, re- and it's stupid. I think part of the reason they're doing that is because they're trying to curtail the the late arrival. The, well, that is a segment of the population, the movie-going movie population. People are going to be late, are always going to be late, and there's nothing you can well, fucking I mean, do Well, and I get that, but <laughs> to lessen it, I think, to, 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 to get people in the seats before the movie starts rolling, there, there might they're also shorting be... in a, shortening the opening credits down so that people... If they show up late, they're like, "Oh crap! I've missed like ten minutes of the film." Don't, don't get Instead me wrong. Instead of like, you know, oh, oh, good, I'm here just in time to finish the credits, and here's the movie starting. Don't get me wrong. There are there is still the five production company credits. Oh yeah. The oh family, yeah. Family well, Guy. See, family Guy does that joke where each one looks like the start of a movie, but it's not the start of a movie. <laughs> it's just the uh, yeah. logo yeah. for the. Well, that's the, the thing. That's company. the thing, though, too. Is like that's a financing um, thing, though. They're trying. Well, it's well, that's it, the. But uh, everybody's got to get their credits at, up. Well, there. no, I understand that, but look at what it takes to get any movie made. You need a right. minimum of five production companies. But remember, to get any movie made, there it's was ridiculous. that weird thing when Lucas put together Star Wars. He didn't put credits at the top of his flicks. And he had to pay penalties and shit. Well, it used it was to like be groundbreaking. Oh, he no, had to actually. Thing. He had to remove himself from the director's guild. Right, of all America this weird yeah. shit. So, that. like, so like, to pre- preserve his vision. So maybe why? Because everybody fucking leaves at the end of the movie and they don't see the credits. Yeah, but, and then those people that well, made the movie but now don't they, get credit. Now people do stay because there's other stuff. But maybe not always. Though. Maybe there's something going on where their Marvel is doing this as a conscious choice. As some kind of a legal maneuver, too. It's not just Marvel. I mean, nobody does open. Well, but I mean, anymore. there might be something to it. There might be something to it legally or union wise. Right. In Captain America, there aren't title. There isn't even a title until the end of the movie. You're right. No, yeah. There's not even like bum 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 Captain America, and then into the next scene. It just starts. Hmm. Okay. And you're just like, I mean, it's it's a fun start. It's a good movie. I had a blast. Great movie. But it's I'm just realizing like more. I don't know. I guess I just. I don't mind sitting there for two minutes and seeing, oh, this is who wrote this. Oh, it's this is who directed. About, oh, this is who's in it. Two hours and 45 minutes, though, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't, it's it's, I it's, it's amazingly long. and Two hours and eight and, minutes is what I was. Oh, I mean, I mean, it just felt like three hours. No, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. I <laughs> How could you fit all of that in only two hours? It probably winds up some... being 245 after all the you know trailers and everything. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it. they got a, packed a ton in there and it and, they they put in like little things that didn't necessarily move the plot forward, but 
Also, the character up little lots of fan little character pieces. There is a like, tie-in in it. I, I, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm uh, recording Agents of Shield tonight. But I'm not going to watch it tonight until after I've seen it because apparently there's a tie-in to the last couple of episodes, and then culminating with this episode tonight that I'm is a sure tie-in nice. with the Captain America I'll movie. I'll tell you the one thing I really like about. America, Captain. Oh, okay. The Captain. Not the country. America. Well, America's got its pros and cons, but nah. who doesn't? Uh, it's not, I mean, he's not a tormented hero. That I like. And he also, it's not about just him. It's always like he understands he needs a team of people, and he should be the leader, and he is an exceptional human being, but it's not like Superman all on his own, on a planet he doesn't belong on, doesn't feel like he fits in. Captain America should feel like he doesn't fit in, and he does a little bit, but it doesn't stop him in any way from succeeding in what he is meant to do because that is what he is meant to do. And when he gets the opportunity, he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it right. Right. Why are we screwing around? Even though he's a fish out of water, he never feels like he's out of the team. He always feels like he's part of some team. Because he wants to be part of the team. feels like he's part of something bigger. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. It's kind of nice after years of Batman and years of Iron Man and... Spider-Man, all these kind of reluctant heroes or anti-heroes or they're misunderstood heroes. You know, Spider-Man's a misunderstood hero. He's mm-hmm. thought of as a vigilante because technically he is. Well, Cap's you as know. close as Marvel gets to a Christ figure. He's our Superman, but he's he's flawed and he's more interesting than Superman could ever be because he is still a human. He's yeah. just a drug-addled human. He can still die. A drug-enhanced human, I should say. Drug-enhanced. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, I'm like, he's what? He's drug-enhanced. Aren't you he's, the Marvel he's, expert? He's got, uh, he's got it's heroin his, issues. It's, his, it's Bucky that becomes drug-addled. <laughs> but it's nice. It's a, it's a nice change of pace, and it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I love Mark uh, with Ruffalo with, uh, with his Hulk, and he does a great job, partly because when he's not the Hulk, he's not completely tortured about it anymore. He's like, this is just what I am, man. This is how it goes. I wish I didn't have to be this way, but... Not much I can do about it now. But I man, fucked up. You should see my dick when I hulk out. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you see my hulk. Strangely, dick. it gets smaller. Wait till you see my uh, hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see my hulk dick. <clears throat> but Wait yeah, and, and another bonus dick. reason to go. Great preview for Guardians. Oh Galaxy. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was not excited about that and all the build up to it. I'm like, okay, well, this could be fun. I don't know the Guardians of the Galaxy I've, at all. I don't know. Them I want to see well. that movie. This but. is a new take on it. They've had like three iterations. They had yeah. the original one way back in the day. They had the one that happened in the late '80s that I was a part of. I was a yeah. fan of that one. I like that one. That was a good thing. Really fun. Really fun. That's what. That's a big part of what got me into the greater Marvel. <laughs> U was that Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. That was. But great. The, uh, what and is then it? This new one that, uh, of it's, course, uh, Mendes is helming. And um, this is uh, Chris Pine, right? Yeah. Is that um, his name? From, no, uh, no. From Parks and Recreation. Parks guy. and Rec. What you is his hardly name? recognize him. Chris something. Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. He, God, he's awesome. Yeah, apparently. In the preview, he's awesome. Yep. And uh, a real charming, really funny, laid back, you know, kind of a similar. Uh, yes, Star Lord's fun character. Yeah. And uh, I'm interested to see how they do with Groot. And uh, Rocket Groot. Raccoon looks great. Rocket Raccoon um, looks good. Groot looked interesting. They all looked really got fun. Batista. The, it had Doing a real that. fun, like, here's a goofy, in a good way, a goofy, you know, si- almost silly superhero movie. Right. 
but in a good way. Like, like it's intended to be right. camp. Well, it's taking it's a piss, man. To it's got to. It, it almost feels like the yeah. the kind of like Buckaroo Banzai era like sci-fi. Buckaroo, what Buckaroo Banzai wanted to be, yeah. but didn't right. have the budget if to you do don't, this. Ice Pirates. Yeah, Ice Pirates. If you don't go, yeah, yeah. yeah. go tongue-in-cheek oh, with Rocket Raccoon, you ain't getting no traction. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. So, if you're a Guardians fan or looking forward to it that's another reason to go see captain i'm sure if you're a guardians fan you probably don't need another reason to go see captain but it is another reason to go see it i'm super excited about it'll never happen but if they pull off rocket raccoon in this they could actually pull off howard the duck properly and do it like the comic book there's there's chatter there is chatter I would love to see it because the comic book is brilliant it done well it's it is perfect it's awesome they're watching how the numbers are and they have uh Tentative plans in place to do solo movies with some of these guardian characters. Yeah, I got these. They got these off. Man, they could do a fucking freak. You want you you want to get away from the sad heroes, man? They could do a fucking wild Moon Knight movie. Oh, oh fun! Knight, yeah, Dude, I dig that. Moon Knight would be crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of like some. Set. I would love a Nova movie. Apparently, sure. Rom. He's <laughs> in it. According to Kevin Feige, they have plans up to 2028 for movie release. Surprise me. So wow. they they have a. Big plan. Good. Good, I good, good. A, uh, it's probably in uh, Never mind. I was going to say something. It's probably in your... Uh, well, no, because you haven't mentioned it yet. Um, there's a buzz about um, um, crap. A buzz about there's crap? A, that must Captain be a fly Captain Tight buzz. Pants. Um, <laughs> it's Captain, a fly on the poop poop. Captain Tight Pants? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm Captain Mal. Tight Pants. Mal. What is his name? Fire, oh, Firefly. you mean... Uh, Nathan uh, Fillion? Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. There's, ta- there's talk about Nathan Fillion having a cameo in this movie. Hey there, oh, I'm Captain yeah. Tight Pants. <laughs> How you been? That's what the girls How call him, How you gonna buddy. be? The girls call him Captain Tight Pants. I got you, I got you. Uh, the girls. Are you talking about your breasts? Not about the nerd girls. <laughs> we were just talking the very about... awesome girls and the nerdy activities. We were just talking about Nathan Fillion today, as a matter of fact, on... Uh, the uh, Matt and Mattingly's other uh, lover? ice cream social. Yes. <laughs> Matt and Mattingly's ice cream social. We're talking about it because Matt was on a team, an improv team, way back when he was a wee 17 year old uh, that was um, uh, the, the side coached and, and, and uh, mentored by Nathan Fillion. He worked nice. with Nathan Fillion, did some improv with Nathan Fillion way back in the day. How cool is that? Yeah. I'd love to do an wow. interview with him. I've had a couple of people that, uh, that I've talked to that have actually done interviews with him, and he said that he's one of the best that, he, that they've I'm ever sure. interviewed. I wonder how he is in improv. I wonder. Uh, I'm sure he's pretty great. Because yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's always smart and off the cuff, even yeah. when he's not acting. Right. He's a good guy. Uh, Everybody loves Nathan Fillion. Let's start a show. My God. News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> just going. I already going. see you xing out Great. stories there. That's what uh, I meant to x that one up from the beginning. Anyway. That's, okay. That's that dumb documentary. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the Janeway thing that's yeah. now being disproved. Oh, come on, how's you can't that let dumb? That go. It, 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 well, sh- the re- originally I put it in there until everybody started putting their statements out saying that uh, we were misled as to what this was and this was a pay for hire thing and stay away from it. It's dumb. We were it, it's, it's basically a documentary about how Earth is the center of the universe. I know. Yeah, put out by this super anti-Semite, ultra-conservative dude. How gross. And uh, he brought all these people in to meet you, Kaku, you know, really big names in, in, cos- in cosmetology. Michio Kaku got tricked into this, too? Well, yeah. in some cases, uh, apparently he has just bought video clips from, uh, from other and documentaries and put yeah. them into his documentary. So some of these physicists are like, um, I never did an interview with this guy. I would never do an interview with this guy. 
Yeah. So I'm not even want to bring up the name of it because it's You're dumb right. and stupid. You can Fuck. skip the story, but I've been waiting for two days here to hear Paul's Janeway talking about how the Earth is the center of the world. Uh, why don't you grace us with that? Go ahead. <laughs> when man first looked into the heavens, he thought he saw something rotating around him. He was right. Earth is the center of the universe. This is where we stand. Chakotay, you are my rock. Without what about you, Copernicus? I am lost. Copernicus was full of beans. Mr. Tuvok, come over here and lick this poondander. <laughs> as only a Vulcan can. Turn me into your Vulcan love slave. The earth is the center of the universe. I'm peeing right now. <laughs> this is Janeway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. For I that. ate a lot of prunes. <laughs> I don't like to force the Paul jukebox very often, but I'd honestly been waiting for that one. <laughs> well, I hope you liked what you got. <laughs> Are you still Janeway? <laughs> <laughs> Not now. <laughs> I was for that. Was for that laugh. I hope you like what you got. <laughs> <laughs> it's poop uh, for the prunes. Oh, Jeff, Jeff's like, oh, uh, oh, after the reveal, like, oh, oh god, poop. of course it's poop. It's always poop. It's always poop with me. <laughs> poop, and piss, poop, and piss. That's it. Dick ass fart. Dick ass fart, man. That's it. There's only two, man. See, this guy believes that the Earth is the center of the universe. Paul, of course, knows that he is the center of the universe, and it's poop is the center of him. Bingo, jingo. <laughs> poop is the center of Paul's universe. Yes. <sighs> News you don't give a shit about. I did have to revolve my day around finding a place to take a BM. He didn't Not want your to have parents? another no. accident. No, everything was fine. This was fine. Things are fine down there right now. It's been weeks, and everything's been really copacetic. I don't. Know, I must have had a bug or something. Perhaps it's. it's I really do. Th- I really do think I was getting sick for a while. And it's a little what, that sad that you're it. that proud of that. <laughs> yeah, guys, solid BMs for weeks. <laughs> weeks. I'm pretty sure I haven't pooped my pants in 48 years. That's now. well not healthy. That's just you ain't living. <laughs> you ain't tried enough shit. But uh, no, I I, uh, I availed myself of the facilities at the Boulevard Mall, and I am pleased to report exceptionally clean. Apparently, the Boulevard Mall is about to undergo great renovations. Yeah, they it's were been purchased, purchased by a new, yep. company. new company. And so, with that in mind, I don't know if this is the outlet the mall? scenario. No, the Boulevard Mall, the one on Maryland. Uh, I don't know the, that one. The men's facility at near the uh, food court. Oh, exceptionally that one. well kept. But how's that the parking? That's been parking a- was great. <laughs> yeah. It was all been, great. Now, it's a sad wanna, mall right I now. I want to see somebody that get has. Fixed. I want to see somebody that has too much time running around Las Vegas. Doing a website that's nothing but reviews of this, bathrooms. This is exactly what my friend Jeremy proposed when he was in he town. That's really Seinfeld. Yeah. He just proposed that he wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just reviewing the bathrooms. Yeah. Yep. No, I've, uh, I've got, I know somebody who actually friends, is right? actually very excited, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tweet about the bathroom. But she doesn't write about it. So she well, if, I mean, if it's it a really good bathroom, I got a couple friends who will only poop at home. I don't. I don't like having to do the outside. I mean, I'm not. I do it, but you know. I just lucked out. I was very happy. So, Boulevard Mall, thumbs up for having such a nice... Duly noted. Thank you, George Costanza. Yeah. And, you know, the Galaxy, the one thing I'll say negative about it, the bathrooms weren't as cool as the rest. They were fine. But, you know, when you see a, a theater well, that's that a normal bathroom. You're expecting a water money, slide for your dick. Yes, yeah, exactly. money was clearly <laughs> yeah. spent elsewhere on that theater. Yeah, it's a fine bathroom. There's nothing wrong with it. No, it's clean. A bidet? They're a no, little a water small. slide for your dick. Sure. They're a little small. Water slide? I don't, I don't even understand what that is. You haven't done that? that? 
a water slide for my dick. Yeah. I don't understand what that is. You're standing the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the way a bidet works. I think it is a bidet. I thought they were really small water slides. No, no. No, it's a urinal. It's just a urinal. It's just a urinal. I thought it was like the world's shortest water slide. You press that button and then you jump on. Oh, it's over. Oh, and I got some old chewing gum and jizz stuck to my butt. Gross. I can't imagine why you've been having all that problem with you. <laughs> I know. As many times as I've slid naked on old urinals. <laughs> oh, my God. Who was telling me this story? It was a horrible, horrible story. God, someone was telling me about this story. And Wait. That- it's a story you find horrible? Yes. Wow. It's worse yes. than you pooping your pants? Yes. yes. So perhaps so this, for the more this, sensitive members of our listeners, there, you yeah, might yeah, want to yeah. fast forward yeah. like two minutes. So there was – who was – who was – oh, oh, I know – this was what he got. This was this was a, a Greg Proop story on his podcast. Okay, uh, and Proops or poops? I'm pretty sure it's Greg Proops telling the story. He was it was uh, he he went to uh, this was way back in the 80s. He went to some uh, some nightclubs and he was you know always hanging out and partying and and you know just getting crazy high and all kinds of bullshit. And he went to this nightclub and it was just this most debauched bisexual crazy scenario he'd ever been in he was like this is this is out of control a little bit cray a little bit a little bit too cray cray even for him and he was into the scene and so he decides to avail himself of the facilities and it's one of those long urinals a trough you know what I mean? trough yeah. type style but it's very dark in there right and so uh there's a couple guys there you know and and so he lines up and, and you know he's the only one there at this, this point and he's, and he's peeing and he starts to pee and he hears lower lower <laughs> And he looks down and he squints and he can see there's someone laying in the urinal getting their jollies off by being peed on by everyone who comes to the urinal. Wow. Oh, my God. So, see? Gross, huh? Wow. That's, that's, that's gross. The worst thing I ever saw in a restroom. You need him? I, I walked into a restroom in a McDonald's. <laughs> oh, and, God. <laughs> and there was like Dude, an you don't know the half of it. <laughs> anybody that's ever worked at a McDonald's and has ever had to clean the bathrooms? Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. There's some really so there, there horrible. Eight, yeah, eight-year-old kid standing in the bathroom, and he has the... the, the uh, Thousand miles stare on. He just like and the dick what of a thirty year. The old. hell, <laughs> and it took us a while to realize what the hell was going on. But somebody had taken the uh, the the hand dryer. You can't do these to them. They're redesigned now. But this time the hand you dryer can turn you can it turn upside it down. all the way upside down. Peed in it, and this kid had been the one to hit the button and fill the room with piss mix. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> New scent from Glade. <laughs> the look on the kid's face looks like what have God brought? Life. Yeah. Piss mist. Merry piss mist. It's our holiday line. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh my God, that's why they've changed that. Yep. Because asshole people are out there. I yes. bet somebody shitting one one time oh, I, too. It, it you can only imagine me. the number well, of things. The thing is. Somebody had to try it out and realize you don't electrocute yourself because that would be my first thought. You pee in that, you get fried. Well, not if it's not on. <laughs> Why, who knows? A toaster, if it's plugged in, you pee in that, you get zapped. I wouldn't know for sure. <laughs> I, don't think you do. I don't think you do. I don't think you can. Okay. Paul, for no, science. I, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll pee in a toaster. Because if I remember correctly, the Mythbusters didn't get electrocuted when they peed on the third rail of the train track. 
not enough conductive juice. Yeah. If they and salt your urine up their stream, pee, your, your urine stream is not consistent enough. It's not a constant what, what, stream. Well, when you're an old man. No, even as a young man. <laughs> no, never let Jamie Heineman piss on the third rail. <laughs> I, I know. For well, unless you need the third rail pissed on, and then he's the guy to call. Yeah. But <laughs> I grew up in a rural part of the country, and I can tell you that from watching city boys, country country boys. More Fuck with city boys and have them pee on the electric fence. That does happen. That works. That is true. If that you're works. close enough to it, yeah, it'll get you. Yeah. 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 Plus, there's a whole different wattage scenario thing going on there and the yeah, way it's conducting yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot of juice. It is. Oh, oh yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Um. Wait, what about Janeway? And in all honesty, I, I may be remembering incorrectly about the third rail, but from what I understand. Anyway. Yeah, why don't you go home dry it, folks? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just watch that episode. Did you say go course. home dry? That's go too. home dry, everybody. Go home dry. Yeah, dry it. That's what we're hoping you'll do. Uh, the fact that Keep there will be crossed. a new live-action oh. theatrical release gem and the Holograms movie is recent news. Uh, but don't assume that means there's a long way to head before the movie actually gets made. It's coming out next week. In fact, despite the fact that producers Jason Blum and Scooter Braun, along with director John M. Chu, were only just reaching out to fans for help with ideas... The movie is going into production before the month is out. According to Bloom, we start shooting right away, quote, very soon, like in three weeks, unquote. Uh, a movie that was announced two weeks ago is going into production in just over a month later. There should be more of this in Hollywood. Uh, Bloom explains uh, his formula, quote, directors typically have three choices. You do a studio movie and you get a paycheck up front. You do an independent movie, which is for your heart and you don't get paid up front and probably won't make any money on it, but hopefully it goes to Sundance and is more of an art movie. And then you do TV. I feel our company is a fourth bucket, which is to do an independent movie that a studio, studio will release. So basically, uh, because it's indie flick in structure, they can hit the ground running and make a film faster. Good. We don't need quality, we got speed. Well, no, fast, speed, cheap, good, right? Speed doesn't mean no, guarantee no quality. Part. Well, you get you get two. Fast, cheap, good, pick two. Isn't that the saying? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But speed doesn't necessarily mean you won't get quality. Yeah. You know, I, if I, you're on enough of it, you can get a lot of work done. I think a lot of the issues we have with a lot of Hollywood movies is that they're overthought. There's too much time to be like, oh, you know what that well, needs? There's too many. There's way cooks. too many cooks. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and and the only reason there's so many cooks is because there's enough time for all those cooks to look at it and go. Oh, you know what I would appreciate is if you I'd put be that, I'd be really that, happy that, that, that. to see a really great gem movie turns out better than anybody expected, and then they totally cock up the sequel because everybody wants a piece of the pie. You're right, though. I mean, forty-eight hour films proves that you can actually pull something off quickly. Yeah, if you have to, or if you want to. Um, I mean, some would say that happened with uh, Desperado. Desperado. Oh, what, what, what happened with Desperado? Was that well, that that, that was a cock up version of the original, and the original is better. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, the El Mariachi? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I didn't have a problem. I thought they were both pretty good. But, they're both good, yeah. but I think El Mariachi's probably a little... It has more charm. Yeah, it has a little more heart to it. A little more raw. Yeah. It's a little more of what he is as mm-hmm. a filmmaker. It wasn't uh, Bandaras, was it, in the yeah. first one? Uh, no, no, no. no. no, no, no. no, no. It wasn't the main guy. It was like his best friend. Right. Yeah. Some guy he met yeah. in... Uh, he was doing... Uh, <laughs> the... W- to raise money to make that movie the summer before he made the movie, he was doing a um, uh, medical testing. On he himself? Was on himself. He yeah. volunteered to have drugs tested on him or possibly placebos, whichever it was. And one of the other uh, um, patients there 
he and that guy got to be friends, so he put that guy in a movie. I think it's the bad guy in the movie. Oh, okay. And then like his best friend is uh, the hero, the mm-hmm. mariachi in the movie. It's like it's. If you've never read that book, uh, uh, Rebel Without a Crew, the story about how he made that movie, it's an interesting read. It's it definitely is. worth what you're reading. But yeah, it's kind of a crazy tale. It's, it's a guy who's not as good looking or as buff as uh, Antonio Banderas. He's a pretty normal looking guy, actually. Mm-hmm. Probably taller than Banderas, though. No, no, he says. I don't know. I've never seen the two stand next to each other. Yeah, but he looked, he looked small in the middle okay. movie. News <laughs> you don't give a shit about uh, Lego. It may seem like one of the most inoffensive children's products on the market, but Polish priest Father Kostrzewa, who once described My Little Pony as, quote, a carrier of death, warns parents Can't that, that. <laughs> some new sets will, quote, lead children to the dark side, unquote. Uh, Kostrzewa uh, expressed his concerns in a presentation for parents, warning that Lego is shifting into dark territory and imperiling children's souls. However, the anti-Lego crusader doesn't universally, universally condemn the building blocks, just the recent release of monster fighters and zombie minifigs. Uh, quoting him, Friendly fellows have been replaced by dark monsters, warns, uh, warns Kostrzewa of uh, Lord Vampire and his quest to cloak, quote, the world in darkness. Uh, says the priest, These toys can have a negative effect on children. They can destroy their souls and lead them to the dark side. Facial expressions may be led to confusion between good and evil. It appears the good suffer in battle, and the villains have a face showing satisfaction with their evil deeds. So more like, more like real life than, than the storytelling. Yeah, get we, some real life, yeah. kids. <laughs> About, you know, heroes suffering and so forth. Yeah. Actually, that's a pretty cool-looking set. I, yeah, I like, like those Monster Fighter seen sets. It. I are these brand new monster fighters? Uh, I think they're fairly uh, new. They're, um, eight months. It's fascinating. I haven't seen those because I, I remember a couple years back they had the monster stuff. Was it monster fighters then? Still with like the, there was the train and a couple other cool sets. I remember more of the figures than what you could build. Yeah, like they the vampires and the mummies monster. and all that. They do not keep them in stock as much as some of the other sets. Okay. The because dozens, devils. Well, yeah. the dozens of other subject matter that could be construed as. Has know, our Lego store opened yet? No. No? no? Okay. April 25th. Oh, okay. Oh, it's I, I was thinking it was coming up soon. It's, it's just weird in. that he would finally choose to pick this one as the one. It's like, you don't have trouble with the paleontologist set? <laughs> the you never, you never know what's... It's, it's much <laughs> like with Paul. You never you know, know what's going to set him off. We never know what's going to set off the religious right. No, yeah. Well, Paul and the religious <laughs> right are very similar. Did you similar. just equate Paul to the religious right? <laughs> there is hard our, to understand. moments. <laughs> The Venn diagram crosses over in the crazy. True. <laughs> we do cross in the crazy. And they both fart a lot. <laughs> well, I just think it's preposterous anytime a priest says, hey, watch out for something else that could hurt your kid. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Besides my cock, there's plenty of terrible things out there. Watch out. Hey, if anybody should know what could hurt a kid. <laughs> yep. Piss mist. Piss mist. <laughs> Merry piss mist. Uh, for a short while there, some buzzy comedy directors were lined up to take over Ghostbusters 3, but now it sounds like the long-delayed project might be leaderless once again. Just a few weeks after Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys behind the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street, were linked to the project, it's now being reported the duo are walking away to keep their options open. So, uh, Just shelve it. Yeah. 
at this point, you know. Well, it's a it's it's let becoming it, let it be. it's becoming a freaky passion project for Aykroyd. I just watched two again. Add, Two's it don't, rough. It don't hold up. No. I mean, it wasn't rough. that good in the start. No. And it don't hold up. But what I love, again, that I was reminded of, was watching it when they go to the do, to uh, attend the kid's birthday party. Right. So funny. They start off the singing yeah, the song. Yeah, they the dancing. And, uh, and they're like, yeah. something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? And all the kids go, He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> we want He-Man. I'm like, See, that's, yeah, man. That's another one. That, that movie, the first few minutes of it. Where it's a little weird and dark and is brilliant, and then oh, it goes to it's, shit. It's like it's a it's a whack flick. I, I think the thing that concerns me the most as, as to where they're going is the comic book writers uh, don't have anything to stop them. They have a limited budget in their storytelling, and I'm yet to get a good Ghostbuster story from the comics. The so comics, what are they going to do in the, the in the the comics in are the terrible? Yeah. The comic, well, the comic book Ghostbusters, the new IDW Ghostbusters are terrible. I am sorry, awful. They are worth the paper well, they're printed on. The movie works because it's Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Eugene Levy in, mm-hmm. in their Eugene prime. Eugene Levy, and Her- and or, I'm sorry, Harold Ramis. <laughs> Harold Ramis. Did I say Eugene Levy? You did. <laughs> Harold Ramis. Excuse me. <laughs> am I missing something? Uh, but it's those three guys, like in their prime, in their stride, you know, hitting it out of the park. Like that movie's probably not. Half as good, if a third is good, if you don't have no, Bill guys, Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Rick Moranis for all of oh, his right, craziness. Rick and, and, but it is—it's an original idea. It was very interesting at the time. But the but the comic book just suffers. It's just not well written. Well, and the second movie no, suffers once it starts to get big and they try to do right. bigger effects because they got to go. They got to go larger than they did in the first movie. And it's part of dumb. the reason the first movie works is that it's it's individual little right. Character. I mean, yeah, you end up with the big Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Uh, another, and all that at the end. another thing that helps the first movie is that Sigourney Weaver finally doing a comedy, which she wanted to do for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and Jane, she yeah, I, did she reluctantly it. come back to the second one? Uh, probably. Well, and, I'm not and, a huge Sigourney Weaver. Another fan. problem with the second one, I like, a is you've got movies. this for no apparent reason. You have a character who is a classically trained musician, worked all life with a musician, and suddenly is now a classically trained. Film painter, re- uh, uh, <laughs> restoration, restoration, artist, paint, restoration. That's, that's not something you pick artist. up overnight. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's like doing it until her well, well, symphony job picks back up again. It's like, <laughs> right. yeah. oh, I'm glad you can just see this transition steady, over there. It's my yeah. steady day job. Yeah, the music thing's inconsistent. Yeah, it's like it's like if it's like if uh, if, if Elvis is like, but oh, man, man, I'll tell you what, I, I'm gonna take a break from this music thing for a little bit, man. I, I, I gotta go drive a race car real fast. You know, I, I go win the day, day twenty five hundred again. That's more conceivable, yeah, right? <laughs> I gotta win this. Race. We have no We're problem with the ghosts and the uh, proton packs, but you know the career change. That's takes us out of the movie right yeah. well no strangely yeah. it does it does absolutely and she plays it and she plays it really serious again by this point she's been through all this crazy shit and then you know they're analyzing her baby and stuff and it's like she's sort of calm about it i mean she's a little upset about it because bad things have been happening to her baby but she's kind of like well okay let's see what's up with the baby i mean you got turned into a dog monster and exploded last time and at sex with Rick Moranis. Right. I mean, you'd be like... <laughs> That's a fate worse You'd be death. like, hey, lock me down. Lock me and the baby in a room. Figure this, this out. Figured out. I'm not going back to work for a while. Last time this shit started, yeah. I turned into a dog and exploded. <laughs> I'm going to take 
a fucking personal day. This I know you guys aren't really doing this anymore, <laughs> but could you help me out? Right. Because you helped me out last time. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, she's living in this high-rise apartment. We're supposed to believe she's like struggling for money or some shit. And she's got... What it it's got some holes in the bucket. <laughs> as long as your out there elements are consistent, no problem. But the real world, we gotta keep. And but they made their toaster dance, right? And, and the beginning, <laughs> the beginning has Bill Murray at this point hosting a public access show. Yep. About the paranormal. Yep. And his guests are a couple of quote unquote psychics, and he's looking at them. He's doing these crazy takes to the camera like, can you believe these guys? And months ago, he blew up a giant marshmallow man. (laughs) It's like, how how would this character possibly be dismissive of any paranormal stuff after the shit he's been through? Go surreal. But right, ESP. yeah. Let me. I know what I'm doing. ESP. You guys, oh yeah, right. Sure. You That's see the bullshit. future. Yeah. And the first guy does. The first guy he talks to actually has a prediction of there's shit going down, and there is. It's it's like why would Venkman suddenly become this? Well, I think the fact is for the for the story to work, he was always sort of the skeptical one, and they had to push the reset skeptic button on him. Yeah. But it's like give me a none of these these guys would be the least skeptic most. Insane, like the craziest caller you've ever to heard. Believe you. The craziest caller you've ever heard on Coast to Coast would have nothing on Peter Venkman at this point. You don't think they'd be more skeptical because they, you know, because they've been through all that shit. They now know what to recognize as real as real paranormal versus fraudulent paranormal. There's an argument to be made for that, but they don't go down that path. They don't play that up. They just. <laughs> No, they they do the the tongue in cheek. They you just know, make him an asshole, and yeah. also like and 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 just hey, where's the line? Where do you discover how do what's you know? real? How do yeah. you know? Even know what would you judge at this point? You know, you you decided that you were able to contain ghosts. You know how to physically capture the spirits. Yeah, no, you've actually encapsulated what's wrong with the whole with the whole movie. Is that they decided to reboot the character arc from right. from from. Right, they made them all impoverished and everything. They should have come. They should have been stomping high, or they could be impoverished but still believe. I they mean. should have been stomping high, fucking shit up, not on hard times. You don't have. I think this was in that time when, when everybody wanted an underdog story in, in, yeah. in Hollywood. Mm. They should have been stomping ass. They should have been way like <laughs> resting on their laurels. They should have been like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Taking shit for granted. Right. Like, we can handle anything that comes our right, way. Right, right. Yeah, they should have had you... super fucking proton packs. They should have had temps working for mm. them and shit. Mm. And then the temps get wasted. And then they're like, oh, fuck, we got to go do something. Yeah. Shit. And then it's bigger and worse than they could ever imagine. Can you but handle it's, a but river of slime under the city? Or even, it, yeah. fuck that. Make it well, something but, more know, personal. Whatever, but whatever yeah. it is. But it's got to be something. But yeah, but it'd be you more. Got me it's, attention. it's more fun to see them stomping. You know what I mean? Coming out hard. Like the Ecto-1 is now a goddamn SUV. Just, you know, instead of smoking down the road. They, they were broken yeah. at the top of that, of two. It's like your heroes are destroyed. It's like, no. Have them coming out swinging dick, and then and then something even greater stops them. It, do the Will Ferrell story where you're riding high, and then you get knocked down, and you have to come back up. Sure, if you want, even if you want to do that, they don't have to get knocked down. 
They just had to get challenged. Well, that and that's the, knocking and them the down. The stronger you know? they are, the greater the challenge. At this point, no. what's the challenge for a guy who's running a bookstore, a man who's doing marriage counseling, and a guy who's doing public access? Who gives a fuck? These guys could be challenged by having to do their taxes. Nothing will surprise me as being challenging to these three individuals. I really love that. Yep. <clears throat> Challenged by their own hubris. I hate having to watch movies like that analytically now. I'm like, gross. I didn't. I never liked to that much anyway. But now I'm just like, oh, guys, we missed the boat here. That's probably a too many cooks thing right there. Oh, definitely. That was the first movie was like, all right, guys, whatever you want to do. And the second movie, Hollywood was like, yeah. let's make some fucking money, man. So, and that's when it always goes. So, which to pop. is a worse sequel, that or Highlander Two? Highlander is worse than everything. Is pretty awful. <laughs> Highlanders too. To this day, I've never seen that. The Renegade cut version of that is not bad. Uh, the Renegade cut, they cut out all of that, the references to the alien planet and everything. Yeah. So it's it's okay. I'll, I'll save you, the, I'll save uh, you yeah. the time and money. The original, I'm Connor McCloud of the Clan McCloud of the planet Zerkov. Yeah. That's all, I guess that's, that's all, all you need to know. know. Yeah. Movie's over. Weekend Geek! <laughs> so, so you didn't give see a shit that about. one, apparently. You don't remember that? Oh. I don't watch those fucking movies. That movie's a mess. Christopher Lambert. Yeah, that guy was a movie star. Can you believe that? No, I can't. (laughs) I can't believe he was Raiden. Nah, yeah. Raiden's my favorite, and he was terrible. (laughs) That guy was a movie star. Mortal Kombat. It's not about death, but life. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck your mouth. I saw the... Fuck your lying mouth. (laughs) I I love... Fuck your lying, trying to get parents to believe in some (laughs) shit mouth. Fuck your face. Fuck you. No. Mortal Kombat. It's about life. You know, I, Flowers. I, they're terrible. I caught Armageddon the other day. I'd never seen it. The, the sequel. Mortal Kombat Armageddon. The oh, second one. I've never one. seen it all the way through, I don't think. I it is it the fucking horrible. Wait, I did. It is did horrible. Is that the one where Scorpion and, and Sub-Zero have a fight? Make out. Or is that in the first one? I think that's in the first one. When he has the thing come out of his hand? That's yeah, that's the first one. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's been so long. Since All right. I think I saw the first one. I like the first one. It's still not great. No, but it's, but it's fun. But it holds it holds its own water a little bit. The oh, second Sonya one Blade. is awful. What's that lady's you name? Got, uh, oh, what's so his hot. name is Shao Kahn, and it's like, really? Who was Shao Kahn? Uh, it, you Shaka know what's Khan? The big muscle-headed Khan, guy that's in all these Rocky action Khan. films. and then Oh, I, that guy. God, I can't think of his name right now. Damn Jet it! Lee? I just totally. I am moving on. Wiener Stinks. Yeah, move Wiener on. Gates. It's it's Steven not worth Seagal? it. Wiener Sony Stinks. has announced a director for the Amazing Spider-Man spinoff, Sinister Six. <sighs> what? Oh yeah, I saw this. Uh, How late, did they do the spinoff? What? Late last yeah. year, they hired Cabin in the Woods director Drew Goddard to write the film script, with the possibility of directing, and that it has turned into a definite reality. Goddard will direct Sinister Six from his own screenplay, so at least there's that. Uh, the story will be based on a group of Spider-Man's most notorious villains. In the comic, there has been variations. Evil Dead guy? Uh, Is that what no, you said? No, no. Uh, it's the uh, Cabin, Cabin in the Woods Cabin guy. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah, so that's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. I thought you said Evil Dead. No. For some reason, when you, well, because you said Cabin in the Woods and I envisioned Evil Dead, which sure. I've just seen. Cap- oh, good. fine. Yeah. Go. Go yeah. run. Yeah. Run with it. Yes, Cabin in the Woods guy for Sinister Six. He balanced already 40 villains. Yeah. He can do it. Yeah, so. Uh, Great. So oh, I'm, I'm, in, oh, I'm on board. In the comic, in case you weren't uh, familiar, the Sinister Six have included Dr. Octopus, Electro, Sandman, Mysterio, Vulture, and Craven, the Hunter. Uh, Sony mm-hmm. also brought on Alex Kurtzman, uh, R- Roberta Orsi, and Ed Solomon to write another spinoff based on Venom. 
Uh, Kurtzman is also expected to direct that film. Meanwhile, he and Orsi are working on the third installment of the Amazing Spider-Man series. And Goddard is also expected to write and executive produce Marvel's Daredevil series for Netflix. There was wow. a little bit of talk, the possibility of Jim Carrey playing Carnage. But I think that went away. Mm, but he would be a good Carnage. That would be interesting. Tonight I saw the latest preview for the new Spider-Man. And they kind of give away a lot of stuff in that preview. I'll bet. I don't like, watch not, previews anymore. Not knowing the story, I was just like, oh, that guy ends up being that guy, and that guy ends up doing that, and that guy ends up doing that. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? I didn't it. even know. I like, I never would have known. Yeah. I mean, if you're a fan of the comics, you would know. But right. like, for right. those who don't know, it's like, why would you spoil that? I just remember, I remember reading, I believe it was Eric Larson uh, drawing at that time, that run of Spider-Man where Carnage appeared, and... Uh, I thought that was a really cool thing. I just remember how cool that was as a kid. It was, I, I could tell it was a little cheesy, but I also really enjoyed it because it was a Cletus Cassidy, I believe is his name. He's a psychopath murderer in jail. Okay. And it's a little piece, a baby off of Venom that squirts off the costume and goes Ew. and find, is attracted to Cletus's evil. And he takes it on and becomes... I was what? What was the? I, I never got the whole thing with between Venom and Carnage. What? What? what Carnage exactly is his is, baby. Okay, so Carnage is Venom's Carnage's, son. Okay, and and uh, the the symbiote's actual child. Okay, uh, Venom has. Does it have who's, a human host mommy? as well? Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's, it's Cletus Cassidy. At least it started oh. out as Cletus Cassidy, okay. the, the the killer, and 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 early on it was still uh, Brock. Uh, not Brock Lesnar. Brock Sampson. No, not, not Brock, Brock Sampson. Lester. What's his name? <laughs> What's the guy's name? Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Eddie yeah, Brock, rival right. uh, rival uh, journalist and uh, meathead to uh, what's his name? But Venom became so popular, they kind of made him a hero. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah, they kind of made him a hero. Uh, Eddie Brock became and Venom became became kind of an anti-hero at a certain point. And well, so that was the thing that then too, it became yeah. so popular. It was weird, and so they they went ahead and and said, "Well, we need an evil Venom." So they kind of made Carnage, and then Carnage sort of had that T two ability. Where he can make blades out of his goo, so he can make sharp, okay. cutty, cutty weapons out of his goo. His arms could turn into scythes and all kinds of things like that, and he could shoot out sharp points. And yeah, he was more of like a needly, wicked thing. And, and it was because he was a psychopath underneath there. Like Eddie Brock was no prince, but Cletus Cassidy was a human a straight up yeah. murderer. So, was the whole Venom thing did that spring from? Secret them Wars. trying to redesign a costume in Secret Wars and people hating it, and they decided they had to do something. I don't think people hated it. I think people, people really liked costume. it. Yeah, they yeah. liked that black costume, uh, and I think it was just—I th- believe it was McFarlane who came up with the twist. Okay, so but, uh, but that wasn't costume. something that was built into from the beginning. That was something that. No, I think that was McFarlane going, "Hey, how about this costume as a living symbiote?" Yeah, because that was his idea for Spawn. He just hadn't done Spawn yet. Ah. He'd done Spawn as a kid in high school. He already had that idea. And then he used it for Spidey, and then he was like, "Oh, I better, I better do this with Spawn, and make some real money." <laughs> and he did. Well, Spawn was darker, way darker. And that costume. The thing about Spawn is his cape and his costume. Spawn's cape and costume are even darker than Spider-Man's outfit. Spider-Man's outfit made him do bad things. Spawn. There was a plot line there for a while when the costume would go off of Al Simmons at night and murder people. <laughs> The costume, a cape would go around and murder and eat people. It would come back and he'd be covered in blood when he woke up in the alley. He'd be like, what the fuck did I get up to? It wasn't you, dude. It was the costume. Can you imagine getting killed and eaten by a cape? (laughs) Happened to my grandfather. Oh, 
I'm sorry to bring it up. I apologize, Andy. That's really that's, rude. That was, that was very that insensitive really of me. Insensitive. I'm just a dick Come tonight, on, Paul. I forgot about your your. How many your times? I told you about that in confidence. I, I can't believe that, you would. It's like every other week we have to bring it up. Jesus. Nice. I forgot about old Grandpa Cape Food Taylor. <laughs> nice. That was, that's, that's my bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> old Cape Food was a good man. Shame about his nickname. What's a shame about the man eating cape when came around? Talk went, about talk about coincidences. Woo wee! Just went out for a gallon of milk. Went out for a gallon of milk. Came back dead. Is that, is that irony? That's the sad I'm not part. Sure is he came irony. back. How do you come back dead? It's not just, irony. That was a wrinkly did. fucking cape. Cape dragon. That cape could have used some irony. <laughs> that's not what I. I didn't. That's not what I. Huh? No, I, I think you misunderstood. It was a wrinkly cape, I say. <laughs> I understand. I say the cape had a lot of creases. I wasn't discussing the capes. Uh, uh, Just saying, uh, old uh, Cape Food cape? Taylor. No, oh, no. he met his terrible demise. So that your name would be Cape Food. Right? And you'd be Shouldn't have called him cape. that. Right? Bad I, I idea. that's irony. Grandpa I, wasn't I know, lots that. of wrinkles. More you wrinkles than anything. He wasn't More that wrinkles than Cape Food had. Old Cape Food really wasn't that old. Well, for nowadays, sure. I mean, he was in his. He was a man of his 50s, but then that was like Methuselah. It was terrible. They called him Cape Food before. Or he died. That's yeah. it. Well, that's, that's it. That's so, hence the irony. That I don't know if it was ironic. To. I think it was. I, what's it? What's it called? What's that called when your name that dictates your job? What was that called? We looked that up. Uh, oh, is there being a good? No, neighbor. what was that word? <laughs> being a no, good you're, neighbor. You're right. There's a word. What is, what is being a good neighbor? What's that called? When Ma, Dad, I gotta tell you, you guys are some good neighbors. <laughs> nomenclative, nomenclative. De, 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 no, I was kind of generative. It's not, not really irony. Declarative mon, monocle. Is mon- it irony if your name is Cape Food and then you're eaten by a cape? Is that irony? <laughs> no, I think it's self-fulfilling that, I think that's prophecy. That's it's what self-fulfilling that is. prophecy. It's uh, what's pre- that fucking premonition? word? I gotta look up that word. Premonition, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Nip, dip, 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 dip. Predetermination. I gotta look it up. I think prophecy was good. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. He's go on, he'll, carry on. I'm going to go word on. out with yeah, carry on. <laughs> my wayward sons. While being heckled about comic book movies, uh, which Donner, uh, Dick Donner, has been involved with several times during his career, he was asked if he'd ever do another one. Uh, whether he said it to change the subject, he replied, quote, if you call Goonies a comic book, we are doing a sequel, unquote. Yeah. He also said that he'd like to see the original cast, you know, Sean, uh, Sean Astin, uh, Josh Brolin, Jeff Cohen, Corey Feldman, Carrie Green... Kihei Kwan and uh, Martha Plimpton return, if at all possible. Donner went on to solidify it, saying, quote, It will happen. I'm a thousand percent certain there will be a sequel. I will bet my children on it, unquote. First of all, does he have children? I don't know. See? There Maybe we does. go. See, there, mm-hmm. I think yeah. he, I'm pretty sure it's he does. Second bet. of all, yeah. if that's the cast he's going to use, it's going to be a very expensive movie. <laughs> I just don't have any desire to see a Goonies will it, sequel. Will it? I mean, Josh Brolin uh, of the group, probably the highest paid. Yeah. It's, it's a generational thing. Uh, you Captain. think? I, I, was, was, I bet Sean Astin I was would be age. demanding a higher price. I Old really real. don't think he is. 42? No? No. no. Don't, not, a big, not a big demand for Samwise Gamgee? I don't think there is. I really not don't. anymore. I want me some Samwise Gamgee. There was... There was Five years ago, but he there has been endorsed. Now. He has been selling Samwise Gam cheese. Has he? Yeah, yeah it's, this, it's this line of uh, artisanal crackers. Can you think of the it's made between the foot of a hobbit? It's yeah. It's, 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 it's like he's like, Mister Frodo. It's near Christmas time, and everybody wants some of those wonderful um, it's a terrible beef logs Sam, and things that, that come home, you know, and they want that. But this this season, 
How about some crackers and some cheese as a gift? Why, Sam, what a thoughtful thing. What kind of cheese is it? It's Samwise Gam Cheese. What? Samwise Gam Cheese. It grows between my toes. Samwise Gam Cheese makes a delicious spread for your holiday crackers. Mmm. Come and have some Samwise Gam What was the last thing he was in, though? Can you think of it? Huh? Uh, his wife's poon dander. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't got to get paid a lot to be inside of that. Hey, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, the last thing he was in is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's one of the voices. He's a big voice actor now. So oh, you're be, right. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he isn't doing a lot. Well, I mean, I don't he's know. doing okay. But he's doing real. He's he, not he, Josh he, Brolin. He's kicking my ass. He's not getting. <laughs> but he's not demanding the fees that Josh Brolin is. Josh Brolin has been in like five yeah, amazing not movies. Not No Country you know. from Old Men type guy. And not it's not w. known for sure, but the prevailing theory is that it is going to be, they are the parents, it is their kids that go on the adventure. So, but I mean, do you guys want to see this movie? Uh, depends. Well, I if think it's it can, done well, I, I it could it can be happen. good. Yeah. If I mean, they I'd all like go, any, if they all end up on the pirate ship, if any movie's done well, I'd like to see it. But I, uh, why does this need to be done? I remember seeing the question. first movie and and just being pissed off is like, this this is not a movie. This is the blueprints for a ride. That this is it the felt, blueprints for a haunted house ride. I know what you're saying. It felt. I, I guess I was a tad old for that movie when See, it came I out. See, I was perfect age for that movie. Same here. It, just, yeah, it we felt were, a little we immature. You were like, wow. I just didn't care. I'm on a ride. It is one of the gold <laughs> pegs that keep my heart pumping. There's right. no doubt about Black, it. Blackbird oh, yeah. Studios did a, a Goonies show. So I actually bought the video and watched it again as an adult. I'm like, eh. Now, I did do a nice piece of art from it. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. It was. Uh, did you sell that piece? Yeah, it sold quickly. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you keep doing Goonies pieces? Well... Just keep doing what, data I, shooting his what I did mouth was, dick. I will what I did was basically a map. <laughs> mouth dick? Yeah, Data's got that mouth dick that shoots out. He's about to die. You sh- what? It no. was on his wrist. It was the pinches of peril. Is it on his wrist? Yeah. That was on his belt. Wait, on that his was belt? the little suctioned up cup It's dart. one of the few voices right. Paul does all the time. Not let him do it through your pinches of peril. <laughs> <laughs> pinches of peril! I say by the pinches of peril. <laughs> Mom, Dad, you never breathe. I mean, I'll admit, I haven't seen Goonies and probably... 25 years mm-hmm. but I, there's not I don't know yeah. I think I not may have more, got more enjoyment from going to the Goonies house and seeing it than actually watching the movie yeah. <laughs> oh you went to Oregon and saw yeah. the Goonies I mean, house it's, nice. it's definitely a kids movie and it, it never tried to be anything else but a kids movie and I think I was maybe when did that movie come out do you know offhand 1983 84, 84 yeah. I mean, yeah. my guess so yeah I was like I think yeah. it's 85 so I was like I, yeah I think Betweener, you know what I mean? I was like 12, 13, 14. I was a little too old for yeah, that movie. That wasn't for you. It, it was yeah. around the time when Cindy Lauper hit, hit her peak of uh, relevancy. Right. Yeah. Goon love. She's yeah. going to come back, though. She actually hasn't really ever gone away completely. No, not completely. <laughs> I just she's watched. I've always been a fan. coming up. Yeah, soon. yeah she's pretty yeah. awesome. Since it was WrestleMania week, I watched some old WrestleMania with. Cindy Lauper, pretty funny. Yeah, I always used to think that that accent of hers was like put on, put on like yeah. showy. Like a character. I actually ran into her in an elevator, oh, and she was talking she to her assistant. And you know, I'm just like totally minding my own business, but I'm sitting there thinking to myself <laughs> the whole time, I'm like, it's not, it it's not laid on thick for for the camera. It's real. Yeah. She really is. She's that so thick. unusual. <laughs> <laughs> she's I, a, I was interviewing. She's a, a unique person. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I. She's super short awesome. too. Super short. Yeah. yeah. 
I was interviewing a woman this week, and her what? accent. What? You talked to a girl? Yes, I did. Congratulations. Exciting. Well, I wouldn't call her. I, I hope you were wearing like. those pants when you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, no. Giant hole Guys, in crotch. we just got fact check wieners. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that all day. <laughs> <laughs> what a dandy Andy that was. <laughs> He's about to give us a fact check handy. <laughs> Whip it out. Dingle, dingle, dingle. You guys can't see me blushing because I can feel it. <laughs> you can feel that thing blushing? That's what she said. Are you blushing in your pants? Mm-hmm. Right down to the root. <laughs> to the root. Ugh. To the windows. To the walls. <laughs> to the sweat runs down my balls. Till my pants rip out and it falls. <laughs> Paul hasn't blushed in his pants for what, two weeks now? Two weeks, guys. Solid BMs. Solid BMs for two weeks. Actual natural bowel movement. Hooray! So, anyways, interviewing this woman and she had an accent I could not place. I'm like, is it Australian? Is it what the hell is it? Is it and it turned some out sort of it Welsh? Was South African. Turned out it was a Marilyn Monroe impersonator trying to speak with a normal voice after doing Marilyn Monroe shit. It was this weird sort of half breathy set. Wasn't Marilyn Monroe? She'd been doing she, Marilyn Monroe all day. Uh, she'd been doing Marilyn Monroe for 20, 20 years. years. Oh, and she just couldn't get and it out of her. She, she just got enough of it left over when she tries to talk normal. That it's just wow. Normal talking. Uh, I ran into a Marilyn yes, Monroe impersonator the other day, standing out in front of the Flamingo. What was his name? Dayo, nice. zingle ding ding. No, I, I, I Marty never Monroe. thought about it. There's a, there's a little vent thing uh, in front Monroe. of one of the entrances uh, of the nice. Flamingo, and she was doing the whole dress thing, yeah, 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 nice. pushing down the, the seven year uh, itch. up dress. Yes, from the Ooh, seven year. Ooh, look at my pantaloons. Yeah. Ooh. Not quite that scandalous today. Ooh, I'm getting. St- Steak steam up my cooter. This thing comes right off the steakhouse. Piss mist coming up. My there. legs smell like piss mist and steak steam. Woo! Have a have a ring, boys. Uh, Come reminds, on in. The water's fine. Reminds me of Thanksgiving. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Yep. Ah, uh, traditional piss if mist gravy. If they're serving roast beef. Err. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. <laughs> you have trouble eating the gravy this year, aren't you? Oh, what's the <laughs> the Rose Rabbit Lie joke? Hashtags elephant ears. <laughs> uh, Universal is ramping up a movie version of the sci-fi franchise Battlestar Galactica, aiming to develop oh, yeah. the film as a complete uh, reimagining of the story. Transcendence writer Jack uh, Jack Paglin has signed on to write the screenplay. Uh, Paglin, Jack Paglin has also that sounds uh, like a fucking fiend folio critter. <laughs> it kind of. I'm the Jack Paglin. <laughs> how how many how many crit hits does the Jack Paglin get? <laughs> Take your roll. Three I'm six. the Jack Paglin. Look out! <laughs> I'll bite your fucking knees. There's no saving throw against that shit. Nope. <laughs> I'm the knee biting Jack Paglin. <laughs> 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 Paglin also You shouldn't open that treasure chest There's a Jack Paglin in it Paglin's also committed to Ridley Scott's Prometheus sequel Oh shit There's Jack Paglin in a box And so gets me every time You're fucked Roll for initiative Dill Hole Gets me every time What am I thinking You would think you'd start flinching If that was why do I insist on turning that, that crank every time? Uh, is that your lung? I think so. It wants out. <laughs> it wants out so bad. <laughs> and here comes the deluge of sci-fi channel stuffs. I love that we just stopped on the Battlestar story. There's well, nothing left. Well, <laughs> that's it. Well, what? No, it, it's, it's kind of funny because, like, literally, I'm not kidding you, for 20 years... 
they have been talking, talking about, about doing, doing a, a Battlestar Galactica movie. I remember uh, meeting Herbert Jefferson Jr. for like the first time, like twenty two, twenty three years ago, and he was saying, "Yeah, we're working on this movie right now, and we're going to get a lot of the original cast back." And I'm like, "They were saying, okay." The the big thing they were saying is this one they would still be on Earth and be dealing with, as opposed to being, you know, great. That's what we need. Another sci-fi movie set on the Earth. Well, they were going to kind of go back to what the original show was Fuck. like. Dude, so is this, this is still the original show was they were right? looking for the Earth. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, they're going to be on Earth, but looking for a new Earth, blah, blah, so blah, because of the science. This is still in the news. You don't give a shit about, right? No. no, no, no. We, we passed that. That was because we, 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 we didn't we, give a shit about that. But <laughs> that may have at been any rate, category. It, there, there have been, in, in just a rough count here, at least 10 different instances over the last 20 years that they have been, quote-unquote, ramping up to do a movie, yeah. and then it has just fizzled. Well, I think it's just kind of fucked up because they just had the Moore series that was so successful, now they're going for this thing again. It's like, I don't know what kind of milk they're going to get from this cow, but it ain't going to be very good. It'll be mixed with blood. Sci-Fi is developing its blood. own undead drama, Z Nation. The 13-episode series is being produced by Carl Schaefer, uh, who is behind Eureka and The Dead Zone. It is set to de- debut this fall. It's being developed under B-movie production company The Asylum, who did uh, Sharknado. It's described as an action horror series depicts the epic struggle to save humanity after a zombie apocalypse. Unlike The Walking Dead, Z Nation will pick up three years after a zombie vi- virus decimates the country and to follow a team of survivors tasked with transporting the only known survivor of the plague from New York to California, where the last functioning viral lab waits for his blood in hopes that a vaccine can be developed. Wait. But the survivor apparently hides a dark secret from the team of heroes. So if he's the only survivor, who are the heroes? The only know. survivor within the area where the virus spread. Okay. But there's areas apparently where the virus didn't spread, or else you couldn't have another team of people to rescue the yeah. lone survivor. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Unless yeah, there's, there's, there's a certain number of the population that they're saying with any like viral outbreak will have a natural immunity, but it's well, a yeah. very small percentage. Well, that's so the whole it would thing. make sense that at least somebody would be exposed to it and have... That's the whole thing with Walking Dead, too. It's like, yeah. well, how much... I mean, is it just the East Coast? Is it the whole country? Is it the whole world? You don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and they don't know either. Yeah. So you know, what so I'd like great. to see done is uh, Brian Keene's The Last Zombie. That's what this reminds me of, but that seems like a much better idea. That one happens takes pl- that one takes place after the zombie apocalypse. Zombies are all dead. Oh, like all right. And after that, the apocalypse, yeah. so the, the it, it is over, and Post there are just zombies. patches of civilization. And one scientist is trying to find where his wife is on the East Coast. Decides to go with this military group to go across the United States to go to it, and where they come along, where they go along the way. Along this way, he ends up into a uh, a place where a whole bunch of uh, zombies had been thrown to, basically after they were quote unquote killed. Yeah. He, he falls into this thing, ends up getting scratched, and gets the zombie virus. He is the only person that had the zombie virus known in the world at that time. But if he gets so, this- so and so, he knows he is going to die from it, and doesn't tell anybody that he's got it. Uh, hmm. So it's that's a that's a fun, interesting comic. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. I have crazy breaking news. What you got? Oh, what's crazy? What's crazy? Uh, cray, the cray. term for naming someone what they're going to be <laughs> <laughs> is. I wish I would. this just came through on my Facebook. Okay, this is on TMZ. Some 
so not mm. that credible yet. No, I think this happened. This is they've got tweets, they've got a lot of stuff here. The ultimate warrior died. Really? He just was inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend for WrestleMania 30. He was just on Raw last night, apparently. Yeah, was, yeah. I think I was seeing uh, uh, Bonham's. Uh, he Bonzo's, died in uh, Arizona. Huh? Just died today. Stay wow. out of Arizona. Very fucked up. Uh, he was not the nicest guy. Right. But still. But he was a big part of my childhood. Yeah. He's dead. That hmm. breaks my heart. Yeah, I'm still sad about Mickey Rooney if that helps any. Uh, I'm not really that sad about Mickey Rooney. He was an asshole too. In the world, I tell you, the world. He was a dick, man. (laughs) Was that your Mickey Rooney? It's that was that was his Dana Carvey. That was my Dana Dana Carvey Carvey impression. (laughs) My impression of Dana Carvey doing his impression of Mickey Rooney. I remember that. Um, That was good stuff. Yeah, I like some of Mickey Rooney's movies. So, I I especially like Silent Deadly Night Three. Silent Deadly Night Three was. Was that one where he played the retard? Uh, What's that one? I believe that was... Bill. I don't know that one. That broke my heart. That was a made-for-TV movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I love... Yeah, okay, I remember that. I love It's a Mad, 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 Mad so World. you're not broken about it, but He's uh, pretty John hilarious Burnett. in it. No. No? Actually, did you hear Actually, yeah, that one affected me a little did bit. Did you hear about that? him in uh, the... It's mu- sad, but... About what? Uh, John Panette, the oh. comedian. Yeah. yeah. But I am really shocked. I mean, not shocked exactly, but... It's just wow, that he was warrior. he was uh, alive yeah, yesterday. Just last and, night, yeah. I mean, he was, yeah. he was he was more alive than he'd been in twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you hear about uh, Mickey Rooney and uh, the Muppet um, the recent Muppet movie, the the Muppets one with um, Tina Fey, the Muppets yeah. Most Wanted, the one yeah. that just came out. No, the one before that, the one oh, where they had the Muppets. He was in that in the, in the opening scene. Yeah. Oh, is he? Um, I think it's the director. The director is like you know you know you know. I, Hey pop, do this. Hey pop, do that. And he's like, you know, and then somebody goes, "You can't just call any old person pop." And he goes, "He's my dad. I'm allowed to do that." <laughs> <laughs> it was Mickey Rooney's dad. Yeah. How funny, oh, son! Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. I had that at because uh, I used to do the summer stock at my yeah. high school or my uh, t- hometown. And my dad taught there, and I knew one of the professors. Mm-hmm. And to all the students, it was Doctor Brown, but I knew him as Jared. And so I'd be like Jared, and they were all like, "I can't believe you just call- like you can't." They were like, "You can't get away with calling him." That's what I know him as. He's Jared. Me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. That He's just my happens. friend, the subway guy. Yeah, it's my friend, <laughs> the subway guy. Eat fresh. Uh, keeping on the sci-fi news, a year after the show's first announced, sci-fi revealed that it has placed a 13-episode order for a 12 Monkeys series, which yeah, will I premiere on January tw- uh, 2015. Boo I don't see the point in this. None. And it's going to basically follow the same plot as the movie. Great. That's, which yeah. makes it even more pointless. Redundant. Redumbent. Wasn't it a, oh, that's, that's new, a new word? Thing. Wasn't yeah. it a book before? Redumbent. Um, I think it was based on a short story or a book of some yeah, sort. Yeah, but, yeah. So it was it was a story before it was made the movie. So yeah, but it's possible that they're going to be basing the TV series off the the story, yeah. uh, which I'm sure the movie was based off of. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, I don't well, know, there's, there's the there, same basic story. There's line. a lot of Gilliam in that movie, though. I got I two words now. Yeah, two words. Gilliam. We got yeah. two words that we got to put in it. Redumbent. Redumbent. And imbecimilar. There you go. Imbecilic. Imbecilic. I'm not. I don't know what you're saying with that one. It's imbecilic and similar. Imbecilic and redundant. Redundant. And imbecilic. The the, the words mean the same thing as the other word. Imbecimilar when you say you call the something two together. Imbecimilar. It's like if you're doing if you're saying both of those, they're. I would say that second word is redundant. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're right. Is I like redundant? imbecimilar though. Yeah. yeah. I think the first word is imbecimilar. Redundant is stronger. 
Yes. I don't see an issue with having a movie or a TV series of the Twelve Monkeys because it's been so long since the film is out. It has I been think a while. Other than you know, don't remind the me. People I in still this feel room like that just came out. That was what. <laughs> well, I'm 92? just saying. I, I think other than like a select few people, you know, in our age range that you know still remember the film vividly. No, it's probably 20 years. Yeah, it's it's, it's I, a 20 I, year gotta old be movie. 93, 94. It's a 20 year old movie. like that. Yeah. So I mean, it would make sense that they would do this as a series. It was back when Terry Gilliam was still making movies. Yeah. Right. So I mean, because there's a whole new audience to be exposed to this now. Oh no, I yeah, I know what I you're saying. Twelve it's monkeys. Just, I love that. Movie. What I was saying, what I was saying, is a lot of Terry Gilliam. I was saying if he's saying it's based on a short story, if it's based on a short story, Terry Gilliam it definitely added a lot of his flavor to it. Very likely. Yeah. yeah. I just really like that movie a lot. It's a good. It's a good movie. Right, well, here's a sci-fi show you can probably get behind. It's the kind of movie my dad. Uh, sci-fi has greenlit. This is sci-fi's. Fuck my butt. The show you can get behind. <laughs> if you don't get behind this show, this isn't another you episode. You're gonna get in front of it. <laughs> this isn't another episode of Red Light Green Light. <laughs> if you don't get behind this show, I should have done. You're gonna that. have I some dick in your This is a show you can really get behind. <laughs> NBC <laughs> presents Fuck My Butt. You should do Red Light get Green Light. Get behind this show. Time because I was on my Is it Stanley's Fuck My Butt? Look here, true believers. Welcome to Fuck My Butt. Oh, look who's here. I forgot. Oh, look, Stan. Yay. Hey, everybody. So sorry I had to leave for a few minutes, but I was busy fucking a butt because I'm on board for this new show. How exciting it will be when we start the season by a guy fucking a guy in the butt and then a girl. The girl's going to fuck him in the butt? Who knows? Tune in next week, (laughs) true believer. Anyway, you were saying? Yes, she is. Did that make you stay for the show? Sci-fi show. (laughs) You have my uh, attention. Uh, Sci-Fi's greenlit the uh, 12... <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> 12 <laughs> episode summer series, The Will Wheaton Project. Oh, yeah. I heard, a heard weekly about topical comedy show hosted by the actor and champion of geek culture, Will Wheaton. The uh, 30-minute show will offer a funny, fast-paced exploration and celebration of science fiction and genre entertainment. Uh, series premieres Tuesday, May 27th. Uh, each week, Will provides an insider point of view, sense of humor, and expertise as he dissects the week's most popular and trending topics across sci-fi, film, television, and pop culture, so, as well as video games, viral videos, and news. Uh, and Will has an agenda. Uh, this uh, says Wheaton, quote, I really love that I get to be part of something that brings science fiction back to sci-fi. And if I read correctly between the lines during our meetings with sci-fi executives, this is just the beginning of the network formerly known as Sci-Fi returning to its science fiction roots, which is awesome, unquote. So we can say sci-fi now instead of CP? Uh, they have not changed those letters. No, but if so. they actually change their content, we'll stop making fun of that. Right? Yeah, those letters don't make sense. No. Well, and he also did announce that uh, he is still <laughs> going to continue work? to do tabletop for the people that are... Uh, yeah, he's not giving up things he's to not do giving. This. In fact, he, he said uh, in uh, one of the, uh, the articles that I read, the interview said that he's, he specifically had them put that in the contract that... You know, this would not interfere with him still being able to do. uh, Well, it's like Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick still finds time to do everything he's doing. I don't know how Hardwick has time to do anything. I mean, swear the guy's doing like a hundred things a day. At Midnight's a pretty good show. If you guys have, yeah, Yeah. it's a good show. It's entertaining. Very funny. It's very funny. It's entertaining. Uh, I just watched. uh, He's got good com. It's it's what's on there. It's what Tosh Point Oh wants to be. Oh man, I never liked that show. Yeah, the one with Kevin Smith and Jason like Mewes was Same really here. amusing. Yeah. That uh, that Todd and I watched yeah. it was pretty funny. I want to like Tosh, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't. 
I, 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 I mean, not a fan I don't of that. Like Tosh point oh. his stand-up's okay, but it's not great, but it's okay. But yeah. the show, I came into just, it neutral. I left a in an yeah, not a fan, but an enemy. Wow, that's yeah. strong. I don't like him. It's still going. Sure, it, it is. is. He course, is playing course. to the lowest it common denominator. To a that's why it works. It's, ass, it's like cops reruns. It'll be on forever. It's, it's that ass cock fart, and it's mm-hmm. you know, big. it's it's, it's like a recipe for this shit. If you want to do it, it's for people who thought that uh, America's Funniest Video was too highbrow, a little too heady. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's it's like an episode of the soup where they turn the sour note way up. Oh yeah, so it becomes way more demeaning of the people in the videos. Oh yeah. It's, it, that's that's my impression of, no, it's of a Ta- horrible, Daniel Tosh. And he's it's just a horrible not, man being horrible yeah. to people because he doesn't have to deal with them face-to-face. And then he brings one on to deal with face-to-face, which is really ballsy. I'll give him that. But woo. I mean, I haven't seen his stand-up, but I've had several people that have gone to see him say that it's just more of the same. It's like if you watch the show, you've seen his stand-up. Eh, pretty much. It's a little different. It's not quite as acerbic, but it's still pretty, pretty acerbic. Uh, I'm not looking for these next four words. Bender Spink and Illuminati Entertainment have joined forces to bring Jim Starlin's galactic adventurer Dreadstar to the silver screen. I think I think that combination of words actually made his brain seize up. <laughs> it's like, he literally like closed his eyes and put his hand on his, his head. It was a little bit of that, like, what are people doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this? Well, he's always accusing Torgo of making up names <laughs> intentionally for this thing. <laughs> I, think just, I think we broke him. You broke him. Stop making doing? up production company names. What happened to the world? Uh, Starlin was an <laughs> instrumental figure in the world of comic books in the 1970s and 80s, uh, doing time as a writer and artist on such iconic titles as Captain America. Uh, sorry, Captain Marvel, uh, Iron Man, and Warlock. Some of his most notable contri- contributions to comics were the co-creation of Thanos, Drax the Destroyer, and Gamora, as well as Chang Chi. The Master of Kung Fu. Oh, uh, yes. Starlin's Dreadstar was one of the first creator-controlled titles after heavy hitters like Neil Adams paled the way for a more uh, equitable sharing of the wealth. Debuting in Epic Illustrated Magazine in 1980, it's filled with uh, human-cat hybrids, snow beasts, evil sorcerers, and telepathic warriors telling the tales of Vanth Dreadstar, last survivor of the Milky Way galaxy, torn between two empires, the Monarch and the Church of the Instrumentality. He's aided in his spacefaring battles by a crew of survivors, a wise mystic named uh, Zizigi Darklock, a powerful telepath called Willow, and a catman, Oedi. Uh, producer J.C. Spink of Bender Spink calls Dreadstar his favorite science fiction story growing up apart from Star Wars. Producing partner uh, uh, Ford Lytle Gilmore of Illuminati is equally smitten with the major <laughs> score. <laughs> every every name you say, he's like, well, not a name, bullshit, not a name. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. Uh, not a telling. name. I enjoyed Dreadnought. I, I threw a flag I on that Epic, one. Epic, which was heavy metal without boobs. Um, <laughs> so you weren't that, that Dread, interested. Dreadstar sounds really familiar. I wonder if I might have read this at some point. You've seen it. The cat. The cat person looks very um, puma-ish. It's very. Uh, it's not a live cat yeah, person. Just, it's a muscly cat person. I'm like everything you describe sounds really familiar, and I'm, and I'm just not able to picture it in my head right now. I am looking at you. Are you okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Did you have a stroke? Massaging your head. No. no, you know the diet snapples sometimes will just it'll put you in a funk sometimes. You it's, know? Uh, it slows you down. It's traparaca, <laughs> so I'm having some Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do love his traparaca. He's just sorry. He that gives the me something to believe. Fighter in. is left. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? This is this is the all... ultimate fighter has gone to the ultimate. Oh, I know, but that did, that really hit me though. Yeah, I can't believe Ultimate Warriors did. Because for a minute there, we thought you were showing restraint, and we were impressed. No, nah, I'm just getting old and dying. Okay. That's all. It's a sad, mm. fucking sad. We're kind of at that age now. <laughs> though. No, it's, it's like... gross. Don't even talk about it. It's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> fucking happen. Well, no, like our heroes are. Our know, heroes are away. always been cowboys. My, don't let your boys. The numbers are in for the season four premiere of HBO's Game of Thrones. The initial 9 p.m. broadcast scored 6.6 million viewers, up 2.2 million from the show's season three premiere of 4.4 million. Wow. Not only was this the most watched episode of Thrones so far, but it's also the most watched episode of any HBO show since the 2007 series finale of The Sopranos, which landed 11.9 million viewers. That's a huge statement. In fact, uh, HBO Go crashed the evening of because wow. it could not handle all the people streaming wow. it. Ah. Now, does that numbers include? I I read today that they're trying to they were trying to live stream. Or, or simulcast, rather, uh, Game of Thrones here in the U.S. and in the U.K. I this year. That, uh, because know. the U.K. was, you know, clamoring for the new episodes not Sooner. six months down the line from us, but they wanted them. Hey, we got to wait six months for theirs. Well, they, you, well, part of the reason was that, you know, people were spoiling it for them. Yeah. You know, so by the time it hit, you know, the U.K., I hear you. They'd I, already I, found out. I'm willing, a lot of to, stuff. I'm willing for a treaty. I'm treaty would be fine. You know, they give us Doctor Who and uh, <laughs> Sherlock. The well, same we're already time getting get. simulcast Doctor Who now. Are we now? Uh, yeah, on BBC America. It's oh. it's premiering here the same time that it's premiering in the UK. So. I don't have. Cable. Um, I have yet to see this show, but I did see the uh, joke trailer. Ah, the that honest, the honest, honest trailer. Yeah. It's pretty Boobs. funny. It's yeah, it's pretty funny. It's a pretty <laughs> it funny good. trailer, and it pretty much said what I hear from everybody. It's a lot of just unnecessary violence and nudity. <laughs> and Henry, no, and don't it, be related I, to I, Sean Bean. I call it necessary violence. Actually, <laughs> Henry Breen at the RJ took a break from uh, chasing uh, cows out Amy? in uh, Gold Butte uh, oh. <laughs> this week. He posted on Facebook. I, I finally. Caught up to the part of Game of Thrones everyone's talking about. I don't see what the big deal is. We've all been to bad routing receptions. Uh, <laughs> uh, Microsoft, a long bastion of computer security, has finally been bested by the finest mind in computer hacking. A five-year-old trying to play age-inappropriate games on his dad's Xbox. He tried to guess his dad's password, couldn't get in. Faced with a complete stone wall of security, uh, the child, uh, Von Hassel, as his name, wow, had no choice Bullshit. but to make a last-ditch effort and input not just one, but several blank spaces as the password. The risky maneuver allowed him to enter a back door into his father's Xbox account. Uh, Microsoft thanked the mini-hacker by adding him to their list of security researchers and helped make their online service more secure, what? offering him four free games, giving him $50, and setting him up with one-year subscription Xbox Live. The part they left out is that his father actually works for a security firm that does that. They they try to find and ex and sp exploit uh, holes in software sure. so that spaces but, but spaces. yeah but the fact well there's more to it, the story where they said that the parents not did not stop the kid 
from Trying. playing on it. They, they actually sat back okay. and watched him do it to see if he could do it. Figured and out. when he did it, they were baffled at what he was doing. And so they, they kept watching him do oh. it over and over again <clears throat> and logging into this account and were just amazed that he figured this out I said, on his own. When I was working at the Children's Museum, I said somewhat jokingly, but 90% honestly, if you give f- five young kids under the age of eight something that's impenetrable and there's something they want on the other side they'll figure out how to get in there oh yeah they will it's amazing they will figure it out they will destroy any kind of security that's why there's so many pictures of kids inside the uh the claw machines (laughs) 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 ain't that the truth uh finally patrons of the view cinema in exeter england were unfortunately unable to catch the first screening of Noah last Friday. A spokesman for the cinema explained to the Exeter Express and Echo, quote, We can confirm that there was flooding at View Exeter on Friday 4th April. Oh, man. We are open for business as usual and are working with engineers to get this issue resolved as quickly as possible. The issue in question was a faulty ice machine that forced the theater to close until 2 p.m. April 4th, causing cancellation of the first show of Noah due to Uh, flooding. That's kind of awesome. (laughs) Irony. It can be pretty ironic sometimes. That's kind of awesome. I want to believe that. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, great publicity. Stuff. It really is. Either way, it's I awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know? it is good, funny. Good for them. That somebody thought of that as a publicity stunt. Bingo. Yeah, you're right. Either 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 way that could be. It's or just the, the dumb luck awesome. of it. Yeah, like dumb luck sometimes is, is the best luck. The best it, luck. That story pulled you right out. Look at you. You're, you you are over here. More about it. You are like existentially contemplating I life. Just, right yeah, now. I just need to know what happened to. It was Necropsy. Ultimate Warrior. It's, it's, it's probably too soon to know. <laughs> you won't Shut up. Necropsy. <laughs> right, he is. He's gone. This is yeah. nuts. <laughs> he's fucking Not so dead. ultimate now, are you, Warrior? He Another clue. just on, man. <laughs> what are you on? Write to us. Comments at UglyCatShow.com. And that's, that's all I got. Follow us. Like us. Follow us on Twitters and things and likes like, and Facebook. Like us and the Stitcher and the Facebook. Go yeah. watch the Necropsy video. Yeah. Make more laugh. It's, it'll be the funniest 60 seconds you spend in your life. And uh, don't forget, website, comment under this episode if you're interested in doing the Minecraft Yeah, yeah let us know if you're interested in the Minecraft thing. Minecraft. Uh, episode 233? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, J-Man, even if you are the only one interested, it's I'm going to make this happen. happen. Yeah, so happen. it's going to be you and me, pal. Well, it might be you and him and Paul. Maybe Paul didn't, Paul didn't PC it. Yeah. Well, that's right. The famous as PC. PC. I might join just to do that, just to find out. I'm getting closer and closer. So what you're saying is, a chance of the thing may last a week or two without being a giant forest of penises. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Enjoy it while your forest is pristine. The the penile forest. (laughs) Well, you haven't seen me play Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm so sad. (laughs) 80s Jeff, Captain Luddite. Oh, fact check, Dandy. Why not? <laughs> we'll talk to you next week in Geek. No freakies for you this time? You are going to be Snorkel uh, Butt? Uh, Snorkel is my name. So handsome and pretty. <laughs> that's <laughs> the commercial they had there that's on that. That's what it is. No is my name. So handsome and pretty. That is correct. Wow. you He's handsome that and That was pretty. huge in your childhood, wasn't it? Oh, it's it? big, man. That's it was androgyny. all about Snorkel oh, Yes. It's all about the freakies. Snorkel is my it's favorite. It's time for androgyny. <laughs> Here comes <laughs> Snorkel <laughs>